probably hear Caroline. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what? I still can't hear Rilla. Yeah, communicator. I got community trying to talk with to Willow, right? It could be worse. Could be your Russian voice. My Euro, whatever. Your, yeah, your Euro, your Euro eclectic voice. I'm usually pretty good at keeping those accents separated, but for some reason with uh, with Elizabeth, like I'm having such a problem. Pencil, probably, I need to go buy one. I always think about it. Like about five o'clock on Monday. It's like, oh, shit. Hello. You have one in your notepad. Well, supposedly I do. It's in Rachel's backpack. It's really not a problem. I bring a whole mass of of every single time. Bring a mass of what? A pencil? Pencil. Just in case. Yeah, and I bring. My- I have a pencil, but it doesn't write. It only writes on Do you want my to boogie board. <laughs> oh, it writes on plastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. See, that's why I get it so I can take notes with it, and then it's like etch a sketch. So let me get this straight. Your imaginary pencil draws on an imaginary board, creating real ideas. It thinks yeah. it's like fashion vogue because it calls itself a stylus. Wow, you that was an ultimate dad joke. Right I, had, I had I had the yet. Why did you have a joke ready to go? Fashion was, was there any cuddlingness involved? Huh? <laughs> that was like I had to get a little stars though. Cutting linguist? I mean linguist. Oh, the <laughs> did you see the commercial Sam Regal did with the master debaters? No. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it was his uh, campaign. Well, every now and then they D Beyond president. Yeah, every now and then somebody comes along and like strings all of his commercials together in a video. Uh-huh. I usually wait till that happens, and I just watch them all. Oh my god, it's so, so ridiculous! It, 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 but honestly. Watching their show, you could watch the first 15 minutes, then the five minutes before break, the five minutes after break, and then the last 15 minutes of the session, and you pretty much get the gist of the whole session. Still, yeah. it's easy. I usually wait for like episode 25, 50, 75, 100. Those tend to be benchmark episodes, and I, I wait for the, for the story drop. I watch them all just because of the kind of person I am. I can't stay I totally forgot. Such a great. Like, I cannot do that whole, like, you're a video notes. grazer. I can't spark notes. You're a grazer. Like, I'm grazer. not going to watch everyone. I'm going to watch 75, 100. <laughs> I'm going to watch 50. <laughs> okay. So. Only the good ones for me. I don't even waste my time. <laughs> and I only watch the first 10 minutes of each one and the last 10 minutes. It'll tell you everything. Hey. The first, Rick is here. First <laughs> Where's Morty? <laughs> they haven't cooped up for a couple weeks. I know, right? Oh, jeez. Jeez, Rick. You really got to kill everybody, Rick? Can't we just leave a few people? I just want to I just want to go out with Jessica. I feel like more of a Morty before he grew spine. Because in the later season, he grew kind of spine. Oh no! 
Morty. I like the whole thing where he lives his whole life. They get the plane wreck. They get the plane wreck and they they eat people and they survive. And then then everything happens and then he accidentally hits the reset button. I would have taken the batteries. Come on, you think that that Rick would make something that you could take the batteries out of? He's probably the reason we got the cell we have today. Yeah, it be a piece Here of it bin. goes. Yeah. Oh yeah, my twelve wild white apes. Um, how do I put those in? Do I put those in as pets or army? Oh come on! Did my watch not charge? How come? You get nothing. My gold, I, my I gold white dragon. Ancient, super ancient gold white dragon. Half and half. <laughs> you get nothing. Thanks a lot. That was better first. I'll just watch you kill it. Eat it. <laughs> or feed it to her pet. No, I'll, take it, I'll take it to like. It hopes that it gets like indigestion and dies. No, I'll take it to the vet and tell him I just put it down. I can't take care of it anymore. <laughs> It got too big. It got way bigger than I thought it was gonna get. Yeah, like when you buy a little snake, and yeah, after a year, it's like it fills up. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother had baby alligators. I didn't yeah. know the dog was gonna poop in my house, so I just went so much more. They're horrible. See, yeah, I did a lot of customization this afternoon. I didn't sleep. That's why I drink coffee. Wait, bye. He's so bad. So, what's up with Why did you drink it then? Because I need the caffeine. Because you're level 10. D&D, we, Red we converted. Well, I mean... The hard part... So, I guess the hard part about making a dwarf yeah. is your dominant dwarf recessive elf. That's what I was thinking because I figured that because I like the the dwarven toughness. I think that's about the only thing that's good about the dwarf that I like. <laughs> it's just I, I, I made. You a, can I make a custom lineage. Well, yeah, you can. can. Yeah. I made a cool oh, ring. Good One for of you. My cameras is. Give me my call it. You know, I made Jerry a human variant. Yeah. That's the easiest thing. No, it's it's no, it's this one. It's on, but it's not showing up in my studio. <laughs> I made a, I made a race because there was just too much customization in her in her origin. Yeah. I called it a, a dry and true. And, and I'm surprised you didn't already find one in there. I'm sure someone had already. That, that one, you yeah. won't allow to make a tiefling uh, halfling with giant strength. It was just there was just <laughs> tiefling, so much <laughs> customization <laughs> for my origin that I had to. Half I knew tiefling. there was no half half tiefling. Yeah, I don't know what your problem tiefling. is. But you're not a problem there. You're a fucking problem. I, I'm just too tall. No, you're you're that ultimate like uninsurable blockage. <laughs> yeah, doesn't pick up at all. You barely. Yeah, you don't see anything. That's funny. His fuzzy dome would always show up, but I swapped their seats thinking that he'd do better over there, and uh-huh. I was right. I was correct. I like Look, being correct. He's like. Three feet shorter than he is. <laughs> and amazingly enough, she's way hornier than I am. <laughs> hey. 
yeah. Set them down, you two. There's two yeah. bathrooms in there. Yeah, there are. Oh, well, they're not for that. They're for going poop and pee. Yeah, but you know, not a quick one out. Poop or pee. Sorry. Poop or not pee. Same poop time. And pee depends. Heard that one. Option three, throw up. No option four. I definitely pee, poop, and throw up between your legs. <laughs> That's when, you know, like really old school. Drink. That's old school drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you check the Twitch channel? Make sure our audio is coming through. Yeah, because that's when it comes out. Yeah. I've been that sick as a kid before. That's when you just get in the bathtub. Number five, Linda Blair style. Yeah. My head didn't go around service, but I did. I have projectile vomited before. Oh, this is exciting. Were you on Target? And it was, and it looked great because it was oatmeal. And 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 red Gatorade. Ooh, that, I mean, that's like what they use in horror films. I know. <laughs> it's the perfect mixture. Yeah. Like to that wall. Oof. Pretty awesome. The last time we played, this was July 10th. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. We played Candela the whole summer. Mm-hmm. And A lot of people break. driving July. to Idaho and all over the place. Like the first, yeah. the first part of this, we all commit suicide. Oh, okay, now let's play Candela. <laughs> TPK. I do this for you. I thought we were going to fly into a black hole. <laughs> we kind oh. of did, didn't we? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. But let me. I want to double check everybody. Are you checking on us? Yes. She's checking on. Yeah. Notes. Except it's like listening to the radio because it's like there's a five second delay. Yeah. 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 So if I flip you all off, it takes five seconds <laughs> to get for you to get for you to be offended. It takes five whole seconds <laughs> in your time. So we're actually my 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 uh, birds look time travel. Right? Okay, there's Jay. There's Bella. Why do I have two yeah. Bella dogs? That's the speed of light. I'll remove it. It's easier if I remove it. You'll you'll remove the wrong one. And then... I think you might already might have removed it, but it's not letting me. Yeah, it's okay. 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 Oh my god! Would you two look at how everyone else picked portraits? Could you just pick portraits? I will. I will. Eventually. I'll pick it for you. Worst. I'll make sure it's ugly. I'm trying to add. I'll, I'll upload an avatar's ass. Well, let me, let me. Oh no! How about those cheetah balls? Get that. Get the cheetah, cheetah balls. Ball. I mean, Jerry is totally cool looking. Totally gray alien. Let me see. I didn't see anybody. Oh my gosh! That's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I love it. God, everybody. Did you read that. my background, my backstory? I started to, then I got sidetracked. I'll have to work on that. You could session. totally. Uh, I'm erasing it because you're not gonna. Look oh my god! Don't be such a baby. I'm looking. I took a lot of time. Being a baby. Don't be a baby. Don't like take that picture that you drew of your character being completely horrified by us when you first met us. You make that as a temporary profile picture for your character. I'm so compelled just to write Tim underneath. Scarlet saying. Tim. That was that Tim. I want to get by me on the bridge. You must answer three questions. Three. What is your favorite color? 
She's just going to pick one of those pre-made D&D ones. Hey, no, this is very slow. I do not want to switch on mine. I have to go and do it on my computer. Right, sure. Very slow. It's probably the new Apple CEO, like, operating the crank. She's on the bike. at a time. No, it turned off this morning. She lost the <laughs> she had a new tablet. Then. I only got one. I only got one bar on this. Whatever side here. Figure by now, like what is that? AirPod negative one. You figure they're all the way up to AirPod no. twelve. Now. I'm surprised they just haven't shut it down. Going. I have you're no cheap. idea what the most current AirPod is. All, all it says is you're cheap on it, and it just keeps flashing it. That's all you can do. <laughs> They should totally do that. Like this is people, ten years old. And people start turning on their right. old crappy tablets. Yeah, if you're ten years old, get a life. That's within Oh my god, that'd be funny with it. It might well. Instead of just frustrating you until you get to where she's at right now, where it's like uh, I know. I was trying to figure out. Don't do this. Grab what? What, 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 what didn't get grabbed? There's some in the shit. Remember? There's some in the shit. 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 There's some in the Sucking's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, it blows. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's great to uh, suck yeah. a milkshake, but it sucks to blow milkshake. No, because sucking's a good thing because it gets five. Don't scroll through all of them. There's only five Tabaxi portraits. No, there's one down. Yeah, but who named it Blowjob? Who's the first person that looks good? What? Actually, blew into the two. Someone did it. What? I said I'd give a whole job. Oh, excited! There is. Oh, you're thinking of that tabaxi, that one? Hey, Jerry, you don't know, remember what your model number was? Yes. Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote it down every single time so I wouldn't forget. Okay, I'm picking a temporary one, and then I will pick an one. uploaded one yeah, from here. Okay. Hey, Jerry, so do you remember the temporary. name of your uh, uh, icebox form? Just for now. Yeah, that's what you use all the no, time. I, just I, <laughs> I gotta find... Because I wrote you know, every single time in case you became an icebox. <laughs> Jaguar will not. I believe it. <laughs> My note picking went to shit as soon as we started playing together. <laughs> I was really good at home when we yeah, were online. Yeah, online. Online, because yeah. I could just take do my notes. And you weren't distracted. Yeah, I wasn't distracted. Now I'm just distracted. Well, now you also have Willa. She takes notes for everything. Not everything. Yeah, she has Things my mo- she has Jerry's model number written down. So go figure. It was important information. Not anymore. <laughs> Brett closed the door and he walked towards the wrong part of the table. Huh? No. Oh. Maybe shut the door. What is the big jaguar? Look out there. We have the beast. I can find jaguar and a big plant. Snow leopard. Leopard. And a beast. She's tiger. Yeah, she's tiger. 
mostly the base stats. If they bother well, you one later, you can uh, create a custom pet. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you've only had about two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. I will tell you. Twelve weeks. I spend every <clears throat> bit of my free time that I wasn't being obligated to be here or there for people working on that. Uh, that uh, oh, for job. that group? Yeah, yeah that, that postal looks awesome. Yeah, that I, Did you get paid yet? Not yet. Oh, okay, cool. They're, they're signing off on making sure everybody signs off on it. They haven't. Is that the final one that's in the Discord? Yeah, that so published? that's the last one that uh, somebody asked for. They wanted a, a bit more contrast between um, the two characters, the character yes. and the villain. So I uh, upped the saturation and made it more red. And I uh, totally did like a Star Wars poster. Oh yeah, so boss. I, I literally had the New Hope as the base to to, to kind of constantly reference it for positioning and stuff. Like, I made the, uh, like, as soon as they... You really misspelled my name. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't know how to spell your name. J-A-S-O-N. You spelled it J-A-C-E-N. Uh, J-A-S-O-N? Yeah. I couldn't know it was with an S. No, it was with an O? Every single, everything, everything. J-A-S-E-N. Jason. Okay. That was J-A-S-O-N. There's a lot no, of like, uh, I thought it was J A C K O F F. Jack off. Every, every Jason that I knew how to spell their names was spelled like that. I really? Yeah. What a bunch of douchebags. Um, That's how you spell Jason. You spell well, Jason J A S O N. Yeah, I've never. I mean, Jason the J A Y. I know there's Jason. That's why I know there's Jason the Wheeled Warriors or whatever the ones that. Drive around on the moon, fighting off the evil doers. There's that one, but other than that, I don't do know. You, do you mind said? And there's the 14 Jan Michael Vincents. Um, to be on on a PM, so I can when I get home, I can fix that. J A S O N. Yes, but I don't trust my memory. Right. She's not using my last name. Oh, because I did. written directed by Jason. I just figured, I didn't know how, I didn't know if you had given them. Then you used the Panther. I didn't know if you uh, were anonymous to your groups or not. No, 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 no. I didn't want to uh, go with. I hide in plain sight. Uh, I like hide in plain sight. The hide is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's entirely different. <laughs> I'm going to have to make one because I have stats. Oh my God, it sounds like work. All right. Yes. For today, I'm going to use the paper. But for today, I'm going to use weird stuff. Oh, so I finally got my haircut. So I have access to more spells than I would normally have, but I have spells that I can't access, but I gave myself a beat that I couldn't access. Yeah. Well, I keep in I mean, and we could still discover spells in the world. We still do that part, but we're going to be more of the five E traditional spell methodology. It's just means so, I get to do more customization or have an excuse to do so. I don't think you really need an excuse. By the way, my dragon is now officially the poster holder. Right. <laughs> uh, jeez, that's funny. Vote again. Vote again. I didn't offer you a vote. <laughs> this is an autocracy, motherfucker. I, 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 I,
It only does damage to the you're not being very intellectual. It only does damage to my fellow PCs. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good I'm a PC weapon. killer. Yeah. And a murder hobo. Yeah. I don't have a real life. If I technically, if you murder a merchant, they have a job, so they're not a hobo. So you're a murder merchant. No, I'm a hobo. I'm the one that wanders. Oh, you're the, you're the one that wanders, people. but you have a job. I'm killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wandering mass murderer. That's what I'm. I'm uh, look, with. she's drifted. What color is your sky right now? She's titched. <laughs> you are thrifty. It won't happen. Again. You get that same look on your face that Stephanie gets when she steps out of her VR ocular. She'll step out of it, like she'll take it off, and she'll be like, "Oh, it hasn't burnt to a cinder." But playing Back real on. life. <laughs> hey. Is she playing second second life? So. Welcome to season two. And welcome to the multiverse. The multiverse. Episode forty-one, guys. Jerry's like, oh, imitate any. Oh, yeah, be a pog. Yeah, be a pog or the milk-producing walruses. If you start the Misa Misa stuff, I will freaking kill you. <laughs> I wanted to. Although she could play that voice as a tabaxi. Misa's so yeah. furry. Hey, hey, Steven Spielberg, wanna wanna make one of your films better? Take that asshole out of it. <laughs> Don't put extra in, take him out. I used to be very toxic towards the creation of that character because it was a blatantly racist character. What, what made me feel bad about is, is, idiot. is how horrible the guy who played the suit and the uh, the object awareness suit was treated for doing it. Like he had any say so. The guy almost killed himself. He was he was trolled so heavily. he should have killed himself for that for making oh. that character. <laughs> Dude, don't be that character. But he didn't make it. He just wore the object suit. Good for him, man. He must have put himself out there to be ridiculed. I, I want to understand nobody know what he looked like. Why wow. does that character specifically get so much backlash from because it's blatantly it's racist. Like, oh, absolutely. I, just, I don't know what it's being a racist though. Like every racism trope in the world, the the kept down idiot uh, background character who's got this weird inflection and um, you know has no purpose in life. And uh, there's a lot of like persons of color tropes that they built into it. It's kind of like the fish people that were Jewish. They were obviously Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I already cared about Jay money. Sin. I think we with everything. Like it's like Jason. Dude, she doesn't even know where she went to the Funkin' Patch. Don't. That's she true. can't. I'm pretty sure it was the Glen Oaks. Well, one. just because I don't know doesn't mean I'm not sure. Oaks Glen. Whatever. The team had begun back on Alexandria. And on the frontier, traversing back to the heart of Isola, they came across an unfolding of an event. Not only was a strange creature um, coming into existence and attempting to infest the surface of Alexandria, but the team came across an ancient creature that had been kept in an odd kind of containment freeing the creature from the containment and sending it on its way. 
seemed to undo the nature of the insect creatures that were trying to overcome Xander. In this process, they came across an obelisk. And within this obelisk, a stone was retrieved. Although a secondary stone was eventually recovered as well, as two primordial stones were suddenly back on the surface of Exandria again. Through the wanders and the travels, the team eventually met up with Maro and Scarlet and began their adventures within Vasselheim, the capital city of this Isundra, and began to wonder and ponder at the strange politics and adventures they were having until they ended up on a shadow moon. And inside this shadow moon, a discovery, a dissected dreadnought that was being researched by some pretty interesting personalities. But at the heart of all of this was the notion that they had found a ship. And without truly understanding the nature and power of this ship, they began to use it. Yes. <laughs> Their first indication of its possible power was that they traversed towards their first quest that they've gotten from a halfling family to recover the inheritance of their family and to get back what was theirs. However, the travel from Vasselheim to the outskirts of this lot, they found themselves traversing time by two years. What was once a vibrant residential community on the lakeshore had run down into abandoned houses. Here was their first notion that something wasn't quite right. It might be going on. Then they found the sanctuary, the strange dreadnought-like uh, mining bore machines that were harvesting the very nature of the surrounding area. And they began to learn that Exandria was in the process of being abandoned. And a great mighty dictator, a great general, a great leader, a great person, a conqueror, that brought the shadow to the outskirts of Alexandria and in their wild space. He went by the name Jerry. Missing for a very long time, unknowing as what had happened to him. Turns out that he spent quite a bit of time with the Gold Ravens. Inside the candy. That's the weirdest thing to me. With that, the team rescuing Jerry, leaving. Um, shit, what was your other character's name? Sephora. Sephora behind, imprisoned by the Golden Ravens. Trying to go back for her. The team fled the Shadow Moon, fleeing into wild space, but it was Jade that had decided to try to combine the stones while operating the ship at the same time. And that's where we last left off. As the stones come together in your hand, things around you begin to warp and dilate rather quickly. Within moments, there are a hundred versions of you and the ship spreading out in like a radial pattern. Around this vision, you see hundreds of Exandrias 
something not quite right about the different Xandrias that you see. Some Xandria is shattered into many pieces. Some Xandria looks primordial. The problem you're having, you don't seem to see the Xandria that you're familiar with. That's exactly the way we left it. Which one do you guys pick? Uh, wait, there's more? One? There's a hundred Xandrias. hundred Xandrias. Can we all see it or can I just see it? You can all see it. Because you're you're experiencing dice. the transition. Okay. You're roll a hundred dice. Uh not no, because I don't want to go to one that's exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know. What is that you spot? can look at it and say that's exploded. We don't want to go there. Who gets to pick? I'm the driver. She's currently wearing the helmet. She's currently driving the uh, okay, Spelljammer so chair. Which one looks as close to our Alexandria? Give me perception or investigation. Your choice. Can can all see it. it. Yeah, if you want to. Everyone's free to make perception investigation if you want to try to figure out which is the right one to try to get to. And we're not doing advantage. Whatever's on your character sheet. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. What's your passive perception here? I got a dirty 20. Okay. I got a 19 plus thing. Perception? Yep. 21. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, 18 plus 3. No, what'd you roll? Oh, 18. It's 12. Perception or investigation? Oh, and, sorry. Investigation. Okay. 22, but I have insight. Can I insight the world? 16. 16? What'd you roll? Uh, perception or investigation? I rolled for perception. Okay. Uh, perception. Okay. What Okay. Perception. For every minute that you take to examine, the end of that minute, they transform and change. Almost like it's in a cyclical event. They pattern out and none look the same, but you're not entirely sure which one would look like your original world. And a minute later, they do it again. Do they go back to what they were the first time or... Hard to tell. Hard to tell. It's almost like you're watching a spectrum unfold around you. Jeez. I think they got an idea. What's your passive? How about we turn around backwards. (laughs) Instead of over. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have picked up on this yet because it's not how My perceptions changed. Well, and you're. I didn't care anymore. Yeah, like, and and the mechanics of your ship don't work this way. So you're not entirely sure why you're seeing this. No, it's more about where he's from, less about what you guys are all doing. Right. So your eyes are all equally seeing that these available worlds are transitioning. And every minute they seem to change. Question is, which one do you pick? Can I hear, uh, see the, uh, the face all change again? Basically, they're all kind of destroyed, though. Yeah. Not all. There are variations. Some look like they're a primordial forest. There's a couple that look like they're all water. What's number seventy-seven look like? Um, I would like the answer. To, I'd like to pick forty-two. 
to go to a forest, please? 69! Pick the number 69! Pick number three, my lord! <laughs> hey, number three! Pick number three! <laughs> You start focusing and you focus on the helmet and you watch as this one particular Xandria comes into focus. <laughs> and it just kind of sits there spinning. You can see um, Rudius and Kathia kind of like spinning around it as well. Two moons. You see the two sorry, moons. You do not see a third moon on this one. Okay. Um, the continents look familiar, um, but you're unable to get much closer other than the spectrum of the world itself. Um, you don't see anything in the wild space to tell you that there are other people here, like visiting the world. Um, it kind of feels like it could be close to the one you're looking for. If she looked at 42, would it be the planet of Shilks? <laughs> Is forty is planet forty two <laughs> oscillates? Planet of Wales. Yeah, like if it oscillates <laughs> in the view, it's three planetary sections orbiting each other, like almost like it had been a fractured world, and, and is now. You also see streaks of light coming through it, like other visitors are probably going there in their spelljammer ships. <laughs> Just sitting there floating, Rudius and Kathia kind of floating with it. Is the speed of the moon fast or slow? So, of all of that, does it look like the best option? It looks like there's at least 26 others that are potentials. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to a forest, please. What's number 69? Uh, you see two land masses doing this. <laughs> I like 77 because you get eight more. Make it so number one. I mean, you kind of oscillate between the ones that you can see. You're, you're patterning them in and out. You narrow it down to about five. 77, 84... 65, not, not, eight, not 84. 49 and 32. Wait, 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 33, because tomorrow's my birthday anyways, it's 33. <laughs> no, you don't want to go to that Where's one. Where's your birthday? 33 is like all full of shovel. It's all tieflings. And only one gate. So it's 32, 77, 89, 49, 65. Well, I like 77. They all have two moons. These are the five that look most similar based on your rolls. All right, guys. 77, 84, 65, 49, or 32. I like seven. Because seven is a lucky number. Lucky 11? Is there it's a also seven? the one that I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> what about 73 or 37? Uh, as you stare at 73, it's mostly volcanic. Oh, yeah. about 37? 37 is a water world. It's mostly water. Those aren't lucky numbers. You see a tiny mouse on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to buy with a paddle. He's like, another comet. <laughs>
<laughs> Very <laughs> tiny boat. Seven, 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 seven. Shall we try Let's seven, go seven? for it. It's fine with me. It doesn't matter. So nice to have Jerry back. <laughs> I don't even know what I am. You want to try <laughs> All the worlds collide into the one that you're thinking of within your helm, and you feel the ship drop out of some kind of orientation. <laughs> it just comes to a dead stop. And you're currently in a kind of stasis around the wild space of Alexandria as you stare down at it. Um, you get the feeling that you might be over the continent of Marquette. I want to go to as you begin to kind of use the ship and guide it in the direction that you be, believe a silver to be. Without going time. Well, currently the stones are inactive. Well, the stone, because you combine the two. Um, and the primordial stone seems to have faded in power. It's got a very small pulse of power in it, um, but it doesn't seem to be active anymore. Whether or not they can be made active, you're not entirely sure. Um, but you feel the ship begin to kind of like glide over in the general direction you're trying to get to. And sure enough, you're over a very verdant, lush jungle landscape of Islora. No snow. No ice, no snow. And it was always ice and snow. 90% of the time, the summers were very short. But still had snow in places during mm -hmm. the summers? Yep. Is there snow where there should be snow? There's no snow on the continent. The only reason you recognized it was the sharp uh, mountain landscape that kind of defines the way um, the, the kingdom would normally exist around Vasselheim. Um, Vasselheim there is a large city there, yeah. Like our Vasselheim? You're pretty far up. Do you want to get closer? Can you? Well, I thought we could go use. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would like to. Jay, Ship I don't goes think invisible. We're going to get paid. It's a good thing that we still have all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys descend lower and lower towards Vasselheim? Um, you can see the White Heaven Cliffs. You can see the kind of... Is the giant there? No, it's not there. No. Does it look like what I imagine Vasselheim would have been and looked like before a giant head fell on? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. And that's 200 years in the past? Guys, there's not a giant head in Maybe they finished harvesting it. But the skeleton would still be there. Maybe it never happened. Or something. Maybe we changed the course of time and space itself. No, we changed it. I think we went in that path. Can we go back to the facts? Is there like a land? A way to tell time, space. It's good to be back. There's no sense of. There's no sense of presentation of time on any of the view screens that you have available. They're all opaque, 
um, like uh, glass-like sh- structures that are thin stone glass. Um, they're mostly used to present illusionary magic of what you would see outside the vessel. Um, the only thing that you're kind of gradually becoming in tune with is the overall abilities of the wasp. Other than that, it's it's the smallest of some of the ships you've seen, so it probably has limitations. But there was a little display that showed how far we time traveled previously, mm-hmm. and it's not saying anything. it's not saying anything about time. This is anything but space. We are occupying space. You always occupy a space. You just occupy more or less. <laughs> As you get closer to that line, you can see huge belching columns of black smoke coming out of vast, like, foundry-like areas. And you can see thousands of people spread out amongst Vasselheim, but Vasselheim looks very different. Um, you're not seeing the temples, which is strange. You're you're not seeing. It's not a holy city. Yeah, you're not seeing like the temples or the chapel structures. It has a very, very like as you could get closer, the verdant green of of the lack of snowscape is now turning more into like wasteland. And the only thing you see up on the stair cliffs that are still there, like etched into the side is the visage of a Goliath. Just this massive effigy of a Goliath's head. Almost like, uh, you know, the uh, four presidents, um, what's it called? The, Mount Rushmore. Uh, Mount Rushmore, yeah. So there's, do we recognize it at all? Give me a history check. It looks oh, like can I, do this? <laughs> I mean, it might not be who we think it is, but based on our own knowledge, just seem like somebody like, me Um, not me. Ten. Ten doesn't look familiar Seven. to you. I got six. Uh, it looks like Grog Strongja. Yeah, that would be critical role. <laughs> it looks just like him. I had a feeling personally. The pattern, the way the facial features are. Your own readings about Fox Machina, you know what he looks like, and it looks just like him. The, yeah, yeah, and that's what stands it out. Like, as the ship gets closer, it's the beard that gives it away. It's poorly chiseled, it's not done well. But I mean, this 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 effigy is probably 200 feet tall, 50 to 100 feet wide. It's 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 massive, it takes up a huge portion of the cliff. I'll point that out, be like, guys, that's grub. Talk a little bit about it. They know knows how to do it. That was. Um, I don't know if anyone knows it, though, but she's watched Pike. I don't know who it is, but I don't care. No, I know. You probably. Only, <laughs> only care about our game. But we know Pike. That was one of Pike's group back in the day. Pike you know Pike. 200. You do too. Yeah, that's right. Or do I? Yes, yes. Or do I? You met Pike. You didn't go missing in a lifetime. <laughs> Finger Post trails. Post-vivisection or <laughs> pre-vivisection? So, this is my conversation we had once upon a time. I'm starting to feel like we're not time traveling at all and we're just skipping chair, uh, dimensions. What's a dimension? 
I'm, I'm not talking about character. Okay. Um, There's an inflection that is Willa, and this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> This is just some Hey, Table of Horrors, thanks for rating. We're back to playing Pike's Promise. But thank you for rating. We appreciate you. Candel Obscure will probably do a special holiday two session with that when we get closer to the holidays. Okay. I mean, from your vantage point, now you're beginning to see that Vasselheim looks like a massive industrial complex. And everywhere you can see weapons of war siege towers catapults ballistae airships anchored at stations that look like they're fitted as war galleons um you could see a massive like prisoner uh lead of like thousands of people chained by the neck being taken through the streets um they look like dwarves and humans and elves and tiefling and gnomes I don't see any tree people down there. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's <laughs> so dark. Wait, wait, point to the burning fire that's over there. It's like, see the tree people? <laughs> so fucked up. You're being thrown off. Like it's like a huge fire pyre where there's all these wiggling, like, they're wooden on a conveyor belt. We're just throwing them on. They're going into a furnace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the March of the Machines is playing. For the most part, as you're looking down through the illusionary um, uh, obsidian glass plate that you can, you can get a little bit closer of a focus because you're down in the city invisible. As far as you can tell, they can't. No one's looking up. No one's noticed you. Pointing and going, ah, yeah. It. Yeah. It, it, and that's when you begin to see like how the old neighborhoods of Vasseltime used to be um, like, you know, in zones and like wards and like different neighborhoods. It, it, it's just this constant unfolding stone city where you're just watching thousands of Goliaths just wander the streets. Um, not <laughs> um, okay, so a little bit. in our history with with um Grog. Grog, was he ever the master of Vasselheim? No, he, he he can't even read and write. Yeah, that's right. Because he can't tell. You don't need don't to read and write so. to conquer. Yeah, you don't. I don't need. need I don't need to read. I just need to lead. I would say. The one part of his history that would have come out of that role, when you think about it, there was that point where he had given up the blade. Oh. This is the history when he didn't, uh, you know, uh, when he actually did kill the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, yeah, no, he didn't give us his her grandpa. But he, you get the feeling that you might have found a world where Grog never gave up the blade. I'll explain that then about like the history of like, maybe, maybe it could be this. It might be this. Is there like a blade by the giant head thing or something? Just a blade centered just for like a sword in the mountain. I mean, you start <laughs> having her guide the ship around. And sure enough, as you get to the other side of the profile, it's his hands up under his chin 
And there you see the dark blade representation curved up past Grog's head. Like, as you kind of, like, come around. You're basically having your Planet of the Apes moment right now. Yeah. Thinking too much, no one's believing. Let's do it. We don't want to land here. No. No. You picked it, though. Here's the question you have yes. to ask yourself. There What's are the other reason continents. why you picked it? We should go back. Can't go, go back. back where? Away from here. Away. Where's here? Stone's currently not Stone's showing not any power. I meant just away from here in general. Let's try and find a different city. The final thing you notice coming out is you can see a flight of five red dragons kind of circling and oscillating the city. Um, As you bring the ship up and out, that's when you begin to see the massive formations of Goliath armies marching in a southern direction. But wherever you kind of go and get further away from Vasselheim, there's no sense of the old, like, um, Othansia kingdom. You don't see Othansia Kingdom anymore. You just see, like, unending wastelands that are being consumed by a very, very demanding armed force that must be expanded. Does this place uh, get the feeling of a place that was conquered oh, rather than a place that was built this way? It feels conquered. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels conquered. Yeah, Vasselheim was not a Goliath. No, but I was like... like he described the city, but was it a city that was built by Goliath or yeah. like when I was talking about it? Yeah, like it, like you could see, like as you're coursing out the center of Vasselheim, you can see the the collapsed ruins. You can see the Serenray Temple has collapsed in on itself and it's been scavenged for stones to build other neighborhoods. If I could have brought it back to me, mm-hmm. so that would be the Maybe. Well, at least one good thing there's no kitchen. Other than that, it's already looking up. Looks like there'd be people to help down. We could do a suicide mission and explode some. Destroy one block. Yeah. That won't end your pain. So how far do you want to drift? Not south. Well, south. It's barely south, but it's north. We've already conquered. You want to see what hellscape the other continents are like? Back to Marquette. Have we ever been to Marquette? I mean, you know of it, but you guys haven't been there. Jerry has. Jerry's been there. Yeah, Jerry's been to Marquette. He turns to you and then he shimmers a little bit and then he is dissected with all his his lungs and everything out and all his skin splayed apart and pinned. And he's like, "Ah!" and he goes back. By the way, it wasn't Marquette, it was Amon. Tadori. It was Tadori. He thinks it's crazy. That was great. And Della's worn off. I make up my own shit now. 
like to know if those uh, those points that we had before are still active for future reference. Um, uh, yeah, I'll see why not. <laughs> we'll still keep heroic actions. I like that. That was fun. That was a fun mechanic. You guys heading towards Saldori at this point? Saldori or Marquette? It's up to you guys. Marquette would be further south, and Taldori would be Taldori would be due east of where you are. What? How many continents? There's Marquette. There's Taldori. There's Isilra. There's Wildmont, and then there's the Shattered Isles. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. I know things, but since I don't know this, I'm going to ask somebody who does know. What continent did the the frog come from? Taldori, yeah. The the blue hills of Taldori, where his Goliath clan raided all the local villages. Maybe if they conquered this place, they shouldn't go there. Probably still there. Wildmont? Marquette? I don't think we're traveled by Have we been to the Shadow? No one ever asks him. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining Barrow like in the ship with his heavy Neanderthal brow. <laughs> I was just not like, no one I'll ever asks him. I just go somewhere where I get some fucking hell. <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> You know, there's not a toilet on this place. He's pissing Sounds like a resource. Uh, uh, Jay, can I borrow your spell, Jim, for a minute? I gotta go pay. <laughs> uh, put us on autopilot. <laughs> Find a deserted island yeah. where there are no one. <laughs> Shout the bottle of Fulfillment Tracks to see. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Drinking while driving. Let's go. Drinking while flying. That's flying very different. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Drinking before. Um, maybe we should have chosen healthy. Oh. <laughs> maybe with a tiny box appears on it nowhere, and it's just yeah. a pig that shows up. <laughs> you guys are currently over the Lucidian Sea. Because of the way your ship can traverse, any continent can be gotten to relatively quickly. But the longer you linger... Why don't you do a tour of see everything, and then you'll know whether or not we can stop. Alright, let's look at Marquette first. Can we bring up friends that bring them up so we don't have to travel? Not in the sense of, like, a modern like interpretation. That. Yeah, that's when you're in wild space. The ship behaves very differently in wild space versus when it behaves down here. It still allows you an optical illusion of seeing things better, um, but it's more like an enhancement on the illusionary spell. Um, and like you can Google see Maps things versus an actual satellite or an actual, right, like, right. Wrong picture, real time, wrong picture. So coursing towards Marquette. Yes, The first thing you notice is you see the fleet for the first time, and you can see about a hundred vessels in the sea, and they're all war galleons. They don't seem to be going anywhere currently. They seem to be like in a stationary position. And they're just off the coast of the southern portion of this. So as you get out into the city and see it again, heading towards Marquette, 
You get the feeling that it's a it's a war feat that's probably in the midst of gathering. And you can see the columns of soldiers kind of making their way into very well kind of created entrenchments and vet and, and revments and just kind of building and, and like pacing themselves to get ready to march and to get on these ships. But as you course deeper out into the sea and start heading towards Marquette, within an hour or so, you make it over the edges of the Oderlands. And here, it looks very different. What was once kind of always reserved as a kind of um, vast desert wasteland, um, it's very verdant, not too unlike Isselrod was. A lot of tropics, jungles, landscape. From what you can remember, the, the city of Ankar was in the middle of a massive desert. A massive desert that's not there. It's beginning to feel more and more like this is a world that maybe didn't even experience the calamity. Because Marquette suffered greatly during the calamity and was nearly devastated completely. And it's kind of a very kind of wild frontier place. But as you get closer, you begin to see what could only be described as massive elven structures. And they're actually floating up in the atmospherics above Marquette. As you can see, about a dozen elven citadels, each one its own city, rotating, hovering over the Marquette landmass below, which just looks to be solid, verdant, wild land. Like no sign of coastal towns, no sign of cities on the landmass. It looks undisturbed and undeveloped. And just imagine a continent of a jungle that just never got touched. So it looks like the, the, there's like uh, a lot of cities and stuff that look like they could be holders of large amounts of <laughs> They're basically floating citadels. They're maybe roughly two, three miles up above the landmass. So as you guys kind of course around and kind of keeping away, because you do recognize the elven structures. And you can see the huge pulsing blue brimstone kind of underneath the citadels. Um, history check. And history check. For me too. Okay. So while she, her, what she believes in is kind of this way, she did spend a lot of time with uh, a priest of Melora and she understood prayer. So she's going to look at all this stuff and she's going to be like, Melora, what's going on? Let's see if she gets an answer. Okay. 12? 21. 21. You recognize the elven structures for what they are. Your mind immediately gravitates towards the fact that a couple of them look very similar to the city of Aeor back in the Age of Arcanum. You're now beginning to feel as if Arcanum never ended. It would explain why the Calamity never happened. And if the Calamity never happened, as you start to reach out to Melora, nothing. A void, an emptiness. There's no gods. They, they've succeeded in killing the gods. That's just empty in your mind, and it's like. Are you a clerk? So I'm just not like there, but. Who's your patron? Your patron. 
No, we played for a year. You never oh, picked a Patreon. Man, whichever one's in this world. I thought it was locked. Yeah, I thought it was locked, too, because you went the spider route. You did pick a lot. I think you did pick a lot. Yeah. Your version of a lot. I'm like barely evil. I don't know, because I was like, I had to go with different ones. I thought I went with the god. I thought I was like, I was trying to find a goddess of magic, and he went first. <laughs> well, I guess, no, you went with one that was creepy spider. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think it might have been lost. Because you're a dwarf. Your sturdiness of the dwarf, and your kind of, like, connection with Elven, elven deities of your of your elven side. And you were able to speak the Underdark. Yeah, you knew the Underdark. You the knew underdark. the language of the Underdark. Yeah, the fascination with that Especially when you got to kill them. Well, her fascination was creating dead gardens. Like oh, I gotta say, people. just so you guys know, and I was picking uh, five levels on spider, five levels on druid. I chose spore. Oof, I've never played spore druid before. This would be interesting. Uh, I've heard it's a fun class. I think Ranger. Not Ranger Gloomstalker. She's a fucking badass. I picked Jerry. Refresh my memory with the Arcanum. The Age of Arcanum, as you know the history to be, is a period of heightened arcane existence where particular wizards were attempting to make arc- arcane, arcane magic the epitome, and they were trying to ascend via godhood using arcane magic. What they didn't realize that they had secretly made a deal with a particular uh, a fallen. Uh, who was it? It was. It was a. Uh, so I just had that card too. It was one of the demons. I can't think of its name, but it was like one of the demons had corrupted the Arcanum wizards and were secretly plotting to destroy the world and remake it for themselves. But if Age of Arcanum never ended and they've reached their pinnacle of arcane existence, these floating cities were always that pinnacle. There were never more than three or four major citadels that floated throughout the landmass of Wildpond. The fact that you're seeing a dozen over the entire continent of Marquette and a landmass that's never experienced uh, calamity, it's almost as if Age of Arcanum never ended or maybe you've arrived in the midst of it. Through this. And anybody who's following the show knows what that means. Not the show. show. Yeah, nobody follows that show, so let's I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Let's let's do our own D D show. That's what we're here for. Hey Jerry. Uh, it's based in that world. Where's she Good information to know. Okay. Let's just do this shit. The demon Lavin. Oh, yes, the demon, demon Lavin. Yeah. How do you spell Marquette? M A R Q U E T. Marquette. Marquette. Okay. That's a G. Okay. But I was like, Marquette? No, that's not how you spell Marquette. Um, you still have your probe, right? No, they took I don't have anything on. Oh, that's right. They took all your shit away. I have some emperor robes, an emperor hat. Yeah. And I have... You can make a scepter. And I had a scepter. Oh, yeah. Um, my plus five 
Corporal Corporal Theftor of a containment. Of tree smothering. Now you know pain. <laughs> okay. See, that's the thing, though. Like, she can be injured, but she doesn't feel pain like a woman. At least in her tree farm. At the drive farm, she's going to probably experience more functions. What I would say, actually, you're experiencing some bodily functions you've never had to deal with before. She can herself. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Shadow? Oh, that's when she, she never feels out the flames when she's burning. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it, it, like, you realize you're taking damage, and it, don't, you don't like it, but you don't feel pain like you, you know, flesh. All right. Feels. None of us are. Okay. Anyone else? I'm He's half drow, half human. I speak elven. Are they Pencil. drow in those floating cities? Do you want to get closer? Enhance? You uh, give me investigation as you try to enhance the image. Twelve? Yeah, it feels like you gotta get closer. I'm gonna go look at the rock. Okay, give me investigations. You examine the rocks. Do they also look like they're more mongers? So far, you're not close enough to see if anyone's even there. Kind of out on the about periphery, 22. getting closer. You know what's going to happen when we get closer? They're going to have all these detective visibility shit, and they're going to like, slow us down. 22. 22. <laughs> it hasn't grown in power. Yeah, like the, the inner kind of like arcane energy of the stone mm-hmm. is very subtle. It's like just this tiny little pulse of light. Hmm. Okay. And with that same roll, you get the feeling that the stone itself, you have to reach in, pull out the small stone that's there, maybe have to recharge the small stone, and then combine them again. It almost feels like that's the effect that's triggering the ship to work. And it also, you begin to wonder... Because when you were taken to the Void Moon and into the laboratories of the Void Moon, you get the feeling that somebody might have already been doing this. That structure of the Void Moon and the internal workings of it, there's a lot of advanced stuff about that place. And the way this stone is somehow connected to the ship feels very natural. I'll reach in and take the stone. Give me intelligence save. Take 18 <laughs> points of psychic damage. Um, you do manage to retrieve the stone out of the center of the larger primordial stone. And in your hand is now the smaller palm-sized stone. And it also has a very small power, um, kind of arcane power essence in it. It looks like not too dissimilar from, from some of those power stones that you can recharge with a spell effect. But you're not entirely sure. You don't even believe in spells. Why would you do that? Oh, because I found out what you call magic and how it works. He was hoping they could sacrifice the tree to it to recharge it. Okay. <laughs> I slice your throat and let the stuff bleed into it. Okay. So, okay, cautiously. Get closer. Okay. Uh, everybody's free to give me perception checks because the opaque nature of the view screens and the way they redo the illusion, you can all see equally. 
Okay. No. <laughs> so with my vast knowledge of magic I have now, what I know, uh, what I know uh, with you, whether a cantrip would work to power it or it actually needs spell slots. You definitely power. know they would need powerful spell slots too. But you're not well, sure if anyone has that. Well, that's distracted by this weird stuff that's coming out of her. She's not really sure what's going on. Potentially even you. Powerful stones. Completely distracted. Get the feeling that. There may be a way to consume powerful magic somehow to recharge it, but you're not sure if any of you contain the power to do it. What'd you get for your perception? Six. Six? Oh, I rolled a two. So. Okay. <laughs> Scarlet? Seven. Okay. Between the two of you, did you roll perception at all, Cher? Or are you too oh, busy with the stone? It's up to you. If you want to be busy with the stone... I'll be busy with the okay. stone. Okay. Um, so you two notice... Parapets, towers. Um, My long lost mother, Martha. Yeah, right. Like dozens of levels of walkways, you know, very, very kind of like intact, large city castles that are, you can see the blue pulsing stones underneath. There's no one that you can see. No one on the parapets, no one on the walkways, no one in the vast empty courtyards that make up the center of these. Max floating citadels. You see empty neighborhoods. You don't see a single this living just soul. A bitch. Does that mean we can go check it out? Look at other places. It's floating city. Ain't no one there. Might be completely trapped. Yeah. And this place, I don't think we want to get off. Remember that? It definitely has that abandoned look. Remember Even though it's the, really powerful, it's an abandoned, really powerful from, place. Remember the, from the so moon? Tumbleweed going by and seeing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it says, a lich lives here. No, it says. I am actually <laughs> interpreting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it goes like, Tumbleweed. I'm a loser. I don't know. <laughs> Does someone have to purposely cast into the stone or any, or something cast at you would it would absorb it? Uh, give me an arcana check. See if you can figure out how this works. 21. 21. It feels like you can, if you could find a powerful enough arcane item or effect, it may power the smaller stone. And therefore you could then take... <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> This worked. <laughs> you watch this here. I go, Shh. oh, look, my whole board. <laughs> Are we noticing? Yeah, I mean, it's not a very big ship. I mean, you guys are all in the central area where she's in the chair with the helm and she's guiding the vessel. All of you are kind of around the periphery of the ship, kind of looking through all the opaque illusions that show you what's outside. He's one level down in the power station. And he's kind of down below where you can just see his shoulders and his creepy little gray head kind of examining the stone. You can see he's pulled them apart. And the main stone's too big for him to hold, so it's on the ground. But he's currently looking at the small stone and kind of examining it. Um. I tossed some of my heart the, the the crystals that I got from the, the giant. She got three crystals from the monster that was in space. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Those were power stones, right? Mm-hmm. Should we give him one of those? Yeah. Here, here. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like you're like it's a really bad throw. You're like, yeah. It just slowly comes into your hand. Um, <clears throat> as you stare at it, it's got some power in it, but this feels like it requires more. The stone that you're holding is is the outcome of someone already giving a stone power, which is what you need to do with that other stone. Although holding that small power stone that she just shared with you, you're kind of looking at the larger stone and wondering just how much power it takes for that combination to work. I have an idea. Is there a way for me to get on top of the ship? Uh, yeah, there's there's a small gantry that circles the ship, and you can uh, walk the the kind of rope ladder that'll take you, you know, that's on the skin of the mm-hmm. ship, and take yeah. you on top of the wasp. Yeah, with some safety harness so I don't fall. Oh, I, I've levitated. It doesn't matter anymore. I also have mine um, wrapped around you. Why is up underneath one of the citadels where the where that power is coming out? One of the, under one of the broomstone uh, platforms that these citadels are sitting on. Are you sure we okay. want to be underneath it? Whatever you're doing. It's, it's pretty intense. It, you feel the vessel go underneath. You can actually feel kind of like a, a surge of energy pulsing down on the vessel. It kind of wobbles a bit in the turbulence. And all of you are watching and underneath. And it's just this massive, you know, 20 mile acre broomstone. Just perfectly preserved, embedded in its magic. Um, it's it's some of the purest magic that you you've ever experienced from their perspective on their previous roles of the history. Mm-hmm. This these are much bigger cities than Aor ever was. These are probably what were citadels of power eventually became cities as the power grew. <laughs> um, I want to touch the rock to it. Because you're, you're outside yeah. and you want to touch it yeah. to it? Yeah. Stephen powers it. Uh, give me a constitution save as you do it. Don't die, Jerry. So you guys are all on the inside of the ship. Just a ma- is this is this a magical effect? Because like, Oh, no, and it doesn't matter. And, and here you were like berating me for talking oh, about a plant that one. <laughs> oh. As you guys are all kind of like watching the broomstone, you watch his Jerry had left. And you could hear him scamper up the skin of the of the wasp and up on top of the ship. And you can just hear him nattering. It'll be fine, guys. It'll sound. And like, you hear and you hear like, like a vibration. <laughs> and then you hear a. Bro. You see an unconscious Jerry on the skin of the ship. <laughs> and he's like twitchy. And you're watching the small stone begin to fall off, the, like it's sliding off the skin of the ship. Am I grab for the? He's upright. <laughs> like knocked out, or my dad? What? You're stunned. Oh, can stunned. I try to see if I can like cut him, but grab the stone because it's saw it thunking, right? Uh, give me acrobatics check. I would like to. The advantage. You can have advantage because she's helping I'm you. Rolling the ship to try and keep it on. Okay, I'll help with the DC. Yeah. And you're grabbing okay. both? You're grabbing Jerry and the stone? See, I'm using my vine. Are you doing the grabbing Jerry and the stone? I'm watching. Okay. So as you watch her lean out the gantry skin, Jerry and the stone both fall right to your right and left. You reach out 
and you grab both of them. And, my- and Will is like bind onto your belt and yeah. holding you from, and you're like leaning out like Air Force One, okay. holding onto Jerry and the stone <laughs> as you kind of like get yanked back in. Uh, take 24 points of lightning damage, please. But Can I- did, it, did it do it? As you look at the smaller stone, I mean the one that's currently in my hand. <laughs> yeah, the one that you're like, you start waking out of your stunned condition. You're looking up at everybody staring at you, and you're looking at the stone. The stone looks exactly the same. Yeah, it was a shot. But what were you trying to do? And as Sherry gets up, like all of his gray skin is like, is doing like a mood ring color, <laughs> fluctuating colors. And see, I hate that. <laughs> I- I'm holding the stone up. Is that doing the same thing he was just doing too? Because I didn't see it, so I'm just putting the stone up. No, because he was outside the ship trying to get it to touch the broomstone that was active up above. You guys are back in the ship. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. And the small bit of energy in it is still pulsing. But however this stone absorbs energy, it doesn't look like... Give me an, uh, either an insight check or an arcana check. Your choice. Okay. Ooh, ooh. That's so nice. It's two twenties. Uh, plus four, so twenty-four. Twenty-four. You get the feeling that was too much power at once. It has to be an augmented source of power that is predictable and containable and controllable to charge up the smaller primordial stone. Can I use them? What are the necklaces that maybe, you know, turn, oh, can I look around the room if there's like something, well, no, do I need a conductor of some sort? <laughs> <sighs> do we want to try someplace else? Because the city freaks me out. What if yeah. I sit on the big stone and then put my hand up? <laughs> so far, we've seen. I sit on the big stone. Put your. You, you want to be? Uh, what, are, what are what are on the light or on the electrical? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not lighting rods. You want to be like one of those insulator glass uh-huh. things that power passes through. Just be a. Just be a. What are they called? The things that blow up all the time. Transformer, yeah, she wants to be a transformer. <laughs> just watch as the charred skeleton just slides off the ship. But it looked like it had the power. Remember the planet? Remember the planet that we saw when we were at the moon, and it was like the trading planet. Maybe that's the one. Okay, crispy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, you're rippling with color and just, there's like little pucker points on his skin that where it, little parts of his skin kind of popped uh, during when he got part of charred me is, uh, imagining he's slurring yeah <laughs> he's got palsy on one side of his <laughs> I, I carry that I mean, there's 11 other citadels here as well. Move on to the next one. Same condition. If you want to keep going. If they 
descended to godhood or whatever they thought was godhood. You can land on one and see what's there. Next one. Same. Same condition. We check all of them. Are they all the same? They all. And then what's interesting is they almost look identical to each other. There's not one that's different than the other. They all look the same. Yeah. So the only people we've seen are Um, slaves or giants on Isilra. Wildmon. No, I don't think they're an illusion. This is Wildmon, right? No, we're in Marquette. You're over Marquette. Okay, so in Marquette, it's all an illusion. The cities in a forest instead of a uh, desert, but they're all their cities are abandoned. And there's nothing in the in the forest below. The only thing you see from time to time are like the wildlife kind of just existing. Um, I'll say that it would be obvious to you that it feels like the landmass down below is dominated by dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, so as you course through the different cities. The landmass rolls underneath you, and like there's this break in the jungle where you could see like a small lake, and there's like maybe a dozen sauropods kind of in the lake. You watch as like a blue dragon lifts up and out and <clears throat> courses away. You watch as a green dragon lifts up and out and kind of courses off in a different direction. All right, guys, we gotta find dragons. You're probably the only intelligent life on this. But there's no sign of villages, cities, towns, settlements. There's no road network systems. There's no sign of any kind of settlements or any kind of explorations that have been done in this place. Can we tell, I mean, in the citadel, is there any decay? Is it on part? Is there any? No, they look, they just look abandoned. Yeah, but very well preserved. Like, um, in fact, as you kind of like stare down into the open courtyards, there's trees, there's small little park spaces, and they all look fine. They all look manicured and like managed. Maybe we should land for a little bit maybe find some supplies. Maybe that being empty. Or maybe they have non-mechanic trees maintaining it. How close do you have to be? Shouldn't have to keep right? They have a. I know. Hey, what's your name? Three. What's yours? Where the? How did that be that you two, the, all those? Yeah. Uh, what's those your Yeah, I would so, say you're yeah. normally at... I'm normally on the ground, but so I've never really come across it yeah. to see if I can talk to them outside. Of now the you're ground. bereft of I know my sight is required oh, shit. To, touch, like, to be connected to them. Mm-hmm. On a sterilized ship with no soil in it. Well, they have parks. They must have soil at that park. Yes. But the ship you're on, yeah, I mean, you're... Got nothing. Got nothing. Willow is withering. They're freaking me out. Yeah. I think he needs to recover. I think he needs to recover. You. Oh, it doesn't matter. 
existential crisis. So, what was the force of Villa? I Stavalier Wood and Wildmont. Yeah, like it was like first I thought we were. I was from. Now it's called Tyrannosaurus Rex Court. Okay, so Wildmont. All the way over to Wildmont. Okay. Which continent is closer? Uh, Let's we, we, can, we can fly can, over Taldori to get to Um, actually, no. You'd, you'd fly over the heart of the Lucidian Sea, um, the the main body of the ocean. It would take you along the island regions that would eventually run into the Wildmont Coast. I thought no, that I was not. Because hey, this looks just like Caldori. <laughs> 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 not our original plan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so, dimension. My re- my original understanding for Willa was that she was the tree created by the energies left over from the calamity. But right, she learned that that was a lie. Maybe she learned that maybe she didn't get the whole truth. Uh huh. She was being purposely guarded by other information that they felt was too dangerous. So if any of that is true, there would be nobody like her here because the calamity didn't happen. It's only a picture. Yeah. And but so, if any of that, uh, there's a possibility that, that we, <laughs> the most. Oh yeah, that we <laughs> more like the her most, because she did well, come from the calamity. The most dangerous thing is to allow a dog to know that it's something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so we're we're heading to Lila. Are you? We were scared of Taldori because there was already a bunch of barbarians and uh, a swarm. Where they came from, so they probably conquered there and then came to Isil. 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 Oh my god, I forgot I put this in the That's not really a knife. That's a letter opener without a point. It's a knife. If we've learned anything about my arms, really, I shouldn't hold any That's not a knife. Oh, okay, I would like one of those butter. Oh. Wild one. Okay. One and a half, two hours? Um, it's a much further landmass to get to, so we'll say I'll take you three hours to accomplish get there probably going to stuff off I'm assuming that you're taking advantage of the of, of your of the of the flight in the wasp to kind of like maybe take a quick break on a small uncharted island and 
Do she what you gotta do. Is that frosting? Well, now she can just dip it. Now she can dip it in butter. And I can I can roll and see if I can hear her arteries slow down. Well, it is the journey towards Wildmon is interesting. There's a notion that you guys want to do a quick pass over Darktoe and take a look at the Pirate Island and see what's left of it. As you begin the journey and you get deeper and deeper into the city and sea, get closer in Darktoe. And that's when you see them. These fleets of pirate ships, massive fleets of pirate ships. As you begin to course nearer to Darktoe, a huge like um, lighthouse, which just like a thousand feet tall lighthouse. It's in the shape of a mouse folk. <laughs> We're landing. No <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> but what's interesting is Darktoe is. Uh, like a complex of an entire city. Like there's no natural landmass left of it. Like no jungle, beach community. It is just um, shipyards, shipwrecks, and just this feeling that all this place does is churn out vessels. And you can just see these huge floating war galleons out everywhere. All around by um, as you get closer, it's all mouse folk. All mouse folk. Yes! <laughs> all mouse folk. Are there any Uh You don't, I mean, if you want to get, it's all about how close you want to get. The mouse folk, but I can't see Tabaxi. It's more about what you're seeing on the periphery of the landmass or the, the city is the obvious nature of the mouse folk that are running all the ships. But if you want to get into the interior of the city, you'd have to get closer towards the interior. So off to the side, you see a huge cat box. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of tabaxis. (laughs) Scraping. (laughs) (laughs) I see mouse folk riding tabaxi like mouse. (laughs) And other ones are selling Rothschilds. (laughs) So, uh, or, what's, or what looks like Rothschilds. I believe Ivory. It's like Ivory's got her face against the obsidian glass. Shit's licking it. Yeah. Oh, that was a hundred universes ago. <laughs> As you guys continue the journey, um, there one thing that kind of um, getting closer towards Wildmont, you begin to experience the Atoll Islands, like all those little chains of dozens of islands, and you eventually cross over Bawali and like all the larger chains of islands. And, and um, signs of life. There are there there appear to be indigenous life there. Um, they're humans, but they're indigenous to the culture of the of the islands. They're islanders for the most part. 
Uh, they seem isolated. They don't seem to be under any kind of influence of exploration or pressure. They seem to have mostly developed into large fishing and, um, uh, you know, like gathering communities. And uh, they seem to, it kind of reminds you about the origin of the islands before Menagerie Coast um, was established and the Clovis Conclave was established. Oh, I thought you said isolated for a second. I was like, isolated. Isolated. <laughs> That's the massive armies of mouse folk marching. <laughs> isolated. I'm stealing that word. I don't know what I'm going to use it for. Isolated. But I am going to use isolated somehow. Isolated is when, is when the pirates encircle. <laughs> it's been isolated. Because I, I thought I heard that you say isolated. I'm all like, isolated? What's isolated? Annihilated by mice. So as you get closer to Wildmont, the huge horizon spills open. It's it's getting closer to that late afternoon period. So as you're coming up over Lucidian Sea and looking at this massive horizon of the Wildmont coast. And as you get closer, you don't really notice many vessels like out in the in the waters like you would normally see. Um, you begin to kind of force the vessel towards the largest of the cities that would be on the coast, which would be Nicodronus. No sign of it at all. As you get closer, you begin to notice that Wildmont, where you think Nicodronus is, there is a single 80 square mile crater. And in the center of that crater, a statue of a mouse. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> and then you're looking right and left, and where you know that there used to be smaller communities and towns up and down the coast, wherever they used to be is variation size of craters. You get the feeling that the Menagerie Coast has been wiped out. as you drift deeper into the Morrow and get closer into the Dundalian um, Empire, that's when you see it for the first time. The tallest stone edifice of a wall you've ever seen. It's maybe a mile high. As you stare at this huge mile tall stone wall, there's a shimmer in front of it. It shimmers along the edges to the right and to the left, the wall appears to be built into the landscape of what used to be the Morrow Valley and what, what normally you would be able to kind of like traverse down into the interior of the Morrow. There is a 30 mile long wall that's a mile high built into the landscape. Every 100 feet or so, these huge kind of like Lord of the Rings towers that are arced out and over, kind of keep a watch over their section of the wall. No, just kind of like, you know, just towers like over watching. As you get closer, you can see very well armored figures. There, some are carrying halberds, some are carrying strange looking rifles. You know of guns, but their rifles look strangely advanced, like very different. You can see there are garrisons of troops moving along the wall, and that's when you see um, the Griffin Riders circling the different towers, kind of keeping a lookout and kind of coursing over the ruins of the area where the Menagerie Coast used to be. I 
Too thick. Can't see through it. Did you say it was three hundred miles through long? Bugs. <laughs> you can't tell what kind of figures. They're human. They're all human. They look all human. All human. Yeah. Did you say it was 300 miles long? None of us were huh? 300 miles long? 30, 30 miles long, a mile high. Every 10 miles, there's a... Every 100 feet, there's a tower. And there's garrisons of heavily armed individuals just coursing up and down the walkway of the wall. The wall itself looks to be maybe about 200 feet thick at its width. It's a massive structure. The shimmer makes me worried to think that there's a force field. A ward. A ward. What's a force field? It's a force field, not a force field. Is our sightseeing tour over? Where are we going? There's no report. Is there any place? We still haven't land? checked out uh, Calvary. There's all kinds of places to go. I mean, there's I mean, there's still the kingdom of Zorhashia that's, you know, out in... The Zorhashian wastelands. Check the, the, the frozen there, wastelands. the grain lands. There's um, wastelands. Oh, it, were we originally supposed to go look for ice forms? No, no, the, that was on the Thora. No, the the lands were like. At this point, you guys are up high enough to see beyond the wall, and that's when you can see another one of those floating cities. But this one feels larger. Atop a pyramid-like structure of this floating city, as you, you're you watching her kind of get the best optics of it that she can, this pyramid with a round cylindrical object on top of it, your ship. Oh. It's a gray ship. Oh. You don't know if it's yours. You don't tell anyone this, but you stare at it and watch her focus in on it. You guys all just see this strange round object sitting on top of a pyramid. Um, you can give me a history check because you have religion. Oh, actually, history or religion. Your choice. Did you spill all your dice? No. Because dice on the floor become just mine. I rub my belly and I take them and I put them inside of a top and I yell at them and I go, roll badly, roll badly. And then I give it back to you. Ooh. That's what that is. It's tenderness. 22. You recognize the pyramid structure that that round object is on. It looks like a ziggurat. <laughs> I can still say that out loud. And then as you see the barrier shimmer along the wall, above the cylindrical object on top of the ziggurat, like right above it, you can see this 100 foot dimensional magic orb just spinning above it. And every now and then cascading out lightning. Very large power source. Let's go over there. No, I thought it was over. Well, well, no, you're high enough that you can see. Yeah. But you're the shimmer and the shimmer still arcing up, and it begins to almost curve like dome-like. 
Let's see how much we can kill ourselves, right? Bug zapper today. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Zero is a pyramid, pyramid that goes like step instead of like this. Think Aztec. They tend to be focuses of great power from an Alexandria perspective. It's believed that that was one of the main tools that Vecna was trying to use to cross over. The temple of concentration. Yep. Same. It might not help me at all. In our time, it'd be more temple of sacrifice. <laughs> all the blood from the. And can we Let's check for us more into. I don't, I don't think we can fly the ship through that shimmery bear. Uh, I would even say you guys are picking up that that, that orb that's shooting off those kind of like power mm-hmm. arcs. Might be the source of the barrier's power. Oh yeah, sure. is that some? Okay. Is that technology or magic? It's magic. Okay. In fact, you need to give me a charisma save. All right. I'm just gonna ask. Is there a gate nearby? There is a massive gate house structure in the very middle section. Um, so eighteen. It's it's basically a five hundred foot tall double gate. They're currently open, and you can see people streaming in and people streaming out. All human? Um, yeah, all human. All human. 18? 18? There's a presence that I haven't felt since. There's a presence there. Like, your own sense of the old Great One in your own mind, you know what that feels like to feel an ancient presence? Yeah. There is an ancient presence emanating from that ziggurat. And it's touching like little, you know how when your arm feels like it falls asleep? Mm. Like your brain begins to feel that way. Almost like you're being probed. Like your brain matter is being tickled a little bit. I haven't taken these out forever. I take out one of my little potions be like, what are the good polys? <laughs> I could try to turn into a human. Yes, but we don't. We're, we're... All of us are not human. <laughs> <laughs> it would have let you get in. All of us are not human. Yeah. I yeah. can look name. human. <laughs> she she intends to make herself look human. She looks worse than she is. <laughs> he's been sleeping for like 45 minutes. And he's like, that's a double negative. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is that session you fell asleep and we got raided. Well, and all the players like, oh yeah, that guy's our jam. That's <laughs> you know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go home. Uh, so let's. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The two of us have this guy. Right. And I can make sure you do there is no hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I have more than one. How do we know? We're going to go down. You see the long line of people? Haven't moved far. Will it grow a sword? I can help with this tail if you need to. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, Hard no. Hard <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> We'll become a Bob cat. Yeah, Bob cat. <laughs> um, Let's do her ears too. <laughs> well, just clip the one yeah, ear, so she's ear. she's safe to wander off. Circle around, go. 
And we're your opinions, for, but you're controlling. I'm having a brain. Wait, what's the wait, name wait. of that? The, the, the campaign. We found a source of power for this. Let's go use what it. Was it the green land? That was great. Land. That power is going to electrocute you just as much as that brimstone did. Oh no, Are you thinking about when they traveled to Stilbin? Which was on Taldori. I don't know. I'm talking about when the, they went to the crashed ancient city. Yeah, great yeah, lands. Yeah. It's not a continent, it's an area of Waldmont. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, the, it's like the equivalent of like Arctic and lava wastelands of, of that portion of Wildmont. So when I was watching it, my brain just automatically assumed it was like Antarctica and it was just north. <laughs> was we always assume a lot of ice and snow means you just go north. Yeah. That's all good. Did you see that box? Isn't that cool? South is frozen too. South is frozen too. I know. On occasion. But like, during, that <laughs> during that campaign specifically, it just felt like it was north. We were looking for a safe place to land. None of these places are You want to head towards the Grainlands and Sarhashian Borglands and see what you see? Sure. Okay. Um, now you're beginning to lose light. By the time you get there, you have about an hour left of light. Um, Can we chase the sun? <laughs> I know, right? Be the, be the space station. Oddly enough, you get into the landmass, the Ashkeeper Peaks and like that whole landmass that has always separated Zorhash from the Dwendalian Empire. And this is when you begin to see things that you're that feel more familiar. Cities built into the side of cliffs. Dwarven fortress structures built into the tall peaks. Um, you could see beyond that landmass a very verdant and kind of vibrant mix of rolling green hills, vast forest land. Um, off in the distance, you can see the beginnings of like those glacial periods, you know, where it's like come down into these rolling lands and you can see the glaciers arcing up deep into the grain lands. And all below you are uh, like farming communities, cattle communities, herder communities. You can see great caravans kind of like traver traversing these massively like intricate um, interwoven kind of like, uh, uh, you know, caravan routes. Like, do they have many? I don't know. You can get closer. <laughs> they do. I feel like Hauntworth or Raptor like these. But at the center of the Zarhashian Empire, what was once just this blasted wasteland, you're looking at this very verdant, vibrant, mixed landscape of just everything you would need to sustain an empire. And that's where you begin to see this growing, massive capital-like city um, kind of like out in the midst of this this rolling green prairie land. It, you see a bit of everything as you come through. Baxi, dwarves, elves, drow, bugbear, orcs, goblins, hobgoblins. Yeah. Uh, you see like creatures that you've never seen before. Um, you see luxodons and variations of luxodons. You see people that look like giant rabbits that are able to walk. They, you're not even sure what they are. Oh, the Harrigans. So yeah, yeah, you see the Harrigans traversing with their caravans, and you see halflings. And it, it is, it's. It is a very diverse very, landscape very of people that you can see. And you, because it's beginning to get a little bit darker, you could see 
lanterns and torchlights coming on in all these kind of outskirts towns as well. These <laughs> massive towns that exist further out, kind of like when you're driving to Vegas and you're going over the hills and you see all these lit up communities during your journey over. Yeah, I'm looking for a place where we can hide the boss close to, close enough for a settlement to a settlement. Okay. Maybe a town instead of the city first. Clark Kent's farm. It no. might stick out farther. Let's go to the city. All right. Get more information there. There's a lot of things people talk to. What if we can actually understand the world? Right? to warp and control. I mean... <laughs> a little, little bit old, Jerry, kick it in. Find somewhere in the we get out, we try to talk to somebody. None of our languages are the same. Like, Elvish is not the Elvish that they speak. We speak Sims, even not means. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get back guys never learn. They never do. He's already evil enough. Don't give him ideas. I'm going to take my shoe off and beat you with it. I just have to say, one of my biggest keys I will say one thing that sticks out is that you notice one of the light points is moving. Almost like a town is moving on the horizon. <gasps> like um, uh, a giant dinosaur? No. Would you say like giant? If you're in Zarashia, it, you're, you might be near the old uh, plains uh, near the Sarasip. It could be one of the infamous landmass turtles. That's what I was thinking. Tortoise. Like the turtle uh, cities. Yeah, could be one of those. We might be able to land the last one. I don't think what if it wanders away. Oh, we could be on it, but the last one. That's where we should land. It's <laughs> 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 like, okay, okay. Well, it wanders away. <laughs> <laughs> I could try and talk to the local farm and see if it's a safe place to keep I mean, there's no shortage of like small hamlets in all the different directions. It's just land. There's. You know, there's small farming communities that you could see. They seem very prosperous like here. A freaking bus tour, <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> oh, this is a Jerry. This is me. <laughs> we can tell. It's like seeing tour of Jerusalem. And yeah. shit. No, it's a landmaster. Not a mess tortoise. It's gargantuan. Would it have a certain amount of magic that makes you? No, it's, no, it's a living creature. Living creature. Yeah, it's a living creature. So do you remember the second Aladdin, the tortoise, they have a whole city on it? Picture that, but on an actual tortoise in the desert. Not a desert. It's not a desert. Yeah. Think of Gamera. No, his legs would come in and then the jet engines would shoot out. Right. right. Like, <laughs> that made more sense. It's got two <laughs> that happened in that hole. Alright. Give me a survival check. As you begin to try to look for something that can I help her? Yeah, you can have advantage on it. Uh, I have 
I give everybody oh, purple should. hats to wear so we don't get our tour group doesn't get lost. <laughs> <laughs> and I look for some for a good place to land as well. Yeah, if you want to, sure. Oh yeah. Okay. We're not doing um, huh? we're not doing advantage. Oh, okay. I'll take the lower one. Well, if you're proficient in it, it says advantage on your character. Oh, it, 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 it Correct. Hi, I'm Jerry with Terrell Tours, and welcome. <laughs> welcome. I hope you've had a fun trip so far. Tours. Yeah, I know I have. <laughs> Let's have a sing along. Try the Rose Pog. I'll oh, be here all day. We'll have 45 minutes in town. Don't be late. Get back on the bus. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, 23. What'd you get? Uh, 26 on the high one, 23 on the low one. Oh, either way, you're good. Um, I'll say as the two of you kind of like help each other out by scanning, your old tribal nature kind of kicks in and you see the beginning of a pretty sizable forest and you can see a community that's kind of half built into it. And you can see all around them, like they've built up farms and ranches, and they clearly look like they lot they do logging there as well. But it feels like a good spot to hide the ship in the edge of the forest, and it's a large enough town you might be able to figure some things out there. That sounds great. I think we should land there. Okay. So you bring the ship over to the edge, and you feel it kind of like hunkered down into the overgrowth of the old forest. Um, you guys are on the ground, and night has just started. We'll go talk to the trees. Hello, brothers. I'm sleeping. So you heading out? Mm-hmm. We go do it? And then maybe the, gantry. the air. <laughs> the gantry lowers all. Oh, God. I mean, like it decompresses everything. Oh, it's poisonous <laughs> air to you all. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is a very kind of like, it just smells like forest and grassland. It feels like fall too. It feels like fall. Um, it's not warm. It's not cold. It's that kind of chill. Um, you guys watch as the gantry lowers down, um, and you've got some pretty good cover. You've done this before. And you watch as Willa comes out and kind of stands there facing the forested area. And she kind of just goes into that meditative pose that she normally goes into. Sisters? Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> She's asking the trees, not Henry. What do you want? Well, you'd say I've been on quite a journey. We don't even know who you are, so why would we say that? Well, I'm just explaining my situation before I ask you anything. Um, that's okay. What do you want? Um, I'm wondering if this is a safe place for us to chalk ourselves. Is there any creatures or beasts that... Oh, there are plenty of things in there that will eat you. Just don't come in. Just stay out there. You'll be fine. <laughs> Can I assert what they mean by that? Come in where? <laughs> I mean, you get the feeling they're talking about a massive forested area that has plenty of deadly things in it, and they're just like, oh yeah, there's things in here that'll eat you, but you know, if you stay out there, you'll be fine. Nothing too large that will crush our supplies? Or- uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what supplies are, but there's large things that can crush. Are you like, are you like one of those uh, pink skins? 
I'm not sure anymore. Oh. Are, are you sure you should be talking to us? Because you sound really kind of slow. Who <laughs> <laughs> lived for thousands of years? Yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, best way to gain knowledge is to ask people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're not people, though, but. You're my people. No, no, you're a dryad. My people. No. <laughs> Start shaking a random tree. You are a tree. We're just talking about. You just see a single snap. <laughs> take the axe off the side of the. <laughs> side of the. You know. The fire, the fire story. Uh, you know, plants actually do recognize when there is violent tendencies headed their way. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you feel this kind of like kind of anxious energy in your mind, like they're trying to disconnect with you. Like they, they kind of, you get the. I'll give you a free insight. You get the feeling that they think they're talking to a crazy person, like a like a crazy wild, like a wildling witch or a hag or something. It's kind of how the vibe they're, that they're giving you. Yeah. By the way, did you say leave me alone? Well, he says, yeah. leave me alone. Silence at that. Grass, yes. Grass, yes. So, um, what did you get from the trees? What did you ask? I was asking about whether or not there was large creatures that would just destroy our stuff at the park here. Well, did they help you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all try to imagine. First of all, she's talking to trees. I'm using words. Yeah. <laughs> what is Jerry like? Um, puts on a like a hand-me-down rucksack from inside the ship, jams some spares in there, and just kind of we'll puts it on. Will it attempts to send her intentions through the tree, like basically images of what's going on, and asking. And basically, it's like. Is there we any, like, and she Don't pictures, like, those giant turtles or things like that. It's, if it's even good here. If it comes through here. Gold is good. Um, the trees share with you that there's this particular pathway that they follow, that they're allowed to follow. And they follow the routes of trade. So you, you don't feel like that's a particular trend. Okay. You feel like that what they're referring to yeah. is just the wilds that exist in the forest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then I will thank them and I don't know. Okay, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe get some sleep, a little food in you. Uh, by the way, uh, should we tell the others that we talked to you? We don't know. We don't hear. You don't hear any of that. Uh. <laughs> like you're attempting to like pull away from their presence, and all of a sudden they're like, Others? Other what? Dryads, of course. It's a whole community of them here in the forest. Mm -hmm. I were a little shocked to see you out there. They don't really don't wander outside the forest. So we thought maybe you had been, you know, exiled. Like sometimes they go crazy. They set up little covens and like they eat people and get more powerful. But, you know, maybe that's you, not your... You like, can the let them fun. know that... <laughs> A uh, lost sister from a distant place is seeking asylum with 
her traveling companions. Okay, we can do that. See now, it's amazing how that sounds much more like how the other dryads sound. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Thank you. You okay? Are you doing? Are you doing? Are you doing fine now? You okay? Everyone okay? You know. You hear these other trees going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. There's no, one screaming in the background of chicken apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they like it when you do that. No. No, we don't. I don't know why the dryads keep thinking that harvesting us is like somehow orgasmic. It really isn't. It hurts a lot. Yeah, watching your watching the fruits of your labors being ripped out of your innards. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. No, no, you're uh your, your cat over there is right to see. Not, not you, but that's fine. <laughs> see, I've been taking a big shit by a tree. <laughs> and she looks nervously over her shoulder. <laughs> like cats do when they just... She kicks her back legs to cover it. Bounce back like over little, the... Two little clumps of like... <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't cover the massive pile of shit she just took. Just... No, she missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sprays. Oh to mark her territory. Um, oh. okay. so, you see Jerry over there spraying them. I don't spray. <laughs> no, you're doing armpit spray. That's where your people did. You start leaving your gray mark. It's for this removal. And it melts the tree. But now you know I'm here. Now. I'm actually healing you. Uh, my, my blood is acid. Yeah, I do it. Yeah, I have to of course she does. It's not a heal. Uh, give me perception check from your vantage point. Wow. Don't really worry, guys. I have told the, the trees that they can tell local drives that we're here. 19. Great. 19. As you stand on a kind of like a low beginning of a hill area, you're looking into this town. And you can see there are three roads that look like lead up to the access point. It's not walled or protected. It's got a pretty much open outskirts. And you can see where a lot of the residential structures make up the boundary of the town. And the internals of the town, you can see a few taller structures. Um, but you can see a sawmill set up deep on the edge of the the forested area. Mm. You can see a forester's camp has been set up <laughs> over there. They're clearly harvesting. Um, and then the immediate area that you need to kind of traverse through are like all these like farmlands and peasant farm community that, that borders the exterior of this place. And you can pick up on it because their homes are, their lanterns are coming on. You know, mm. they're, they're people home. Um, from your guys' vantage point, you're only maybe less than a mile or mile and a half from the town. Okay. Uh, well, uh, can you uh, cover the wasp with mine? Uh, I'm going to grab... Give me a deception check. Deception. With advantage, because say you'll have help. 32 pieces of jewelry. I mean, you guys have a shit ton of wealth. I know, but he was saying that... It's worthless in this planet. <laughs> they heal in turds. Oh, darn. 
That was a no shit, really face? If I'm currently wearing the collar, that means I would have like charisma, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be 15. Okay. Your reference to the jewelry? The money is different, old school. You want to stamp different? Just it down. Or we melt. I wonder what that would do to the local uh, economy. I mean, bringing in like, I want to see if I can smell something that's in that tavern or a pub in that little tavern. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Perception with advantage. The air. I'm packing my Says the tree. Okay. I'm going to take with you. Two fifteens. Double twelves. Do you have any uh, double twelves? Um, on the kind of like that kind of quiet sound of a busy town, um, it feels like it should be a big enough community. It probably has an inn, maybe a tavern, and some other local establishments. Okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's a pretty random response. Are you taking a thousand five hundred? Um a thousand fifty pounds weighs or fifty gold weighs a pound. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah, about that. You can always have bullet carrier. No, you can just eat it. That is also possible. If you eat some of the gold and you spit it out too. The coils of wood poop with gold. (laughs) (laughs) Gold peanuts. She becomes like one of those. What are you doing? Picking the peanuts out of your shit? Picking the gold out of your shit? You know those broken teacups where they like blue and bacteria? Yeah. yeah. What's where skin becomes? Weren't you kidnapped regularly for your unique look? Yes. (laughs) Maybe it can happen again. She looks like right now she looks like a dryer. Yeah, she looks like. And we've put clothes on her. Okay. She has, she can grow her own clothes. Yeah, she can. She's just she a clothes on might her? look weird. She is weird. Where did you get the clothes to put on her? You stole them. Says the right. giant cat. <laughs> So that's that's weird, says the giant naked cat. I don't make it. I don't know. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Jerry's saying it. Big heart shaped head. Yeah. You said, you guys are going to look weird. <laughs> He's got the emperor's garb. Yeah, that's what he's wearing. He's the emperor's garb. Hanging a handmade crown. Yeah. <laughs> no, no emperor's clothes. He's got Jerry's emperor's clothes. I mean, you guys found him in his throne room when you when you rescued him. I don't have any other clothes on. Yeah. I'm like the dude walking around with an open like robe after a shower. <laughs> with one curly. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> I think it was glued on. No, it just moves down like a Ken doll. That's so gross. It's going to be smooth like a Ken doll. Okay. Okay. 
I'm gonna kind of go ahead so I can sneaky, 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 sneaky. Give me a stealth check as you kind of go a good extra 20, 30 feet ahead to kind of keep an eye on the pathway that you're taking. You wanna go fast or go? Um, she can be stealthy. Ooh, net 20. Nice. With your bonus? So that's 20 plus. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So I've got Scarlet out ahead of the group as you walk. I've got Jerry in the lead, Morrow in the middle. Everybody else just kind of dispersed. I'll kind of take up the rear of the garden. Okay. Um, you're. It doesn't take you very long. You kind of guide them a few hundred feet away from the forested area when you finally find like a hunter's path or maybe even a path that some of these other farmers are using then you begin to discover as the herds of sheep and cattle are kind of grazed out on these grasslands you're finding just these these kind of like like, these kind of like footpaths that you kind of lead the team along it wasn't a backpack or she was we're we're marking our path Okay. Oh, sh- so we can find our way back. I'll say you were with the, your stealth check and with your survivor. Grows a path of flowers. It's so it's pretty free. easy to kind of figure out where you are. You kind of like look at the forested edge and okay, mark it and get a good idea. I mean, it's a, it's dark out, but it's not pitch black. And you find yourself in the outskirts of some of the um, farmhouses and ranch houses. Yeah. Um, and there are people lingering about. Um, no, you, no you, you kind of watch as you bring them onto the main road, one of the main roads now that kind of goes through the different parts of the exterior of the community. <clears throat> and there are people out kind of doing their last minute night end chores, you know, before they kind of disappear wherever they're going for the night. Um, big hulking kind of orc and hobgoblin, um, taking care of some horses in front of a house and. You can see humans and goblins kind of working on their project off in like one of their little work shacks. And, um, people seem congenial. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're at one point, you know, you know, kind of waving at you, no real kind of like concern. Um, and that's when you begin to like reach the boundary of the town, right? Um, Scarlet closes the distance uh, with you guys and you can, you can hear just the sound of the people kind of moving about the streets, the that early evening sound of people coming in from a long day's work and either, you know, looking for a place to have a meal. Around a brewski. Yeah, you know, and you, you come in and the town's quite large. It's got neighborhoods, it's got sections, it's got areas. Um, and before long, you're in the main heart of the town. Um, you did remember passing uh, a, uh, a mile sign you know, outside the town as you were coming directly into it. Uh, it's called Odwin. Um, and uh, underneath the Odwin sign, there was a magistrate named uh, O-D-W-Y-N. Um, there's a magistrate signature, like, you know, how like you're like, welcome to the town of Odwin. And it says your magistrate. And then underneath the magistrate, it says Sturwood. Uh, magistrate Sturwood seems to run this town. Um, it's, at some point in the in our travel, I want to get copy of somebody. Mm-hmm. Just, just enough to see what the, the coin looks like. Okay. 
give you sleight of hand with advantage as you do it because it's pretty high stealth. How did you spell his name? I did. Um, Magistrate Sturwood. Already running into trouble. S T E I R R W O D. Sturwood. Off the illegal activities. We don't know what she's doing. No, you have no idea what she's doing. Haven't even been in the tablet. Yeah, yeah. We're going to send us to the. We're going to send us to make that. I told you not to steal anything. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. What'd you get? 28. Yeah, 28. Yeah, you. Um, you kind of use the opportunity where the crowd builds up a bit, and you kind of slide through some people, and you reach in and pluck a few coin out of a pocket. Um, it's unfamiliar coin to you. It's it's um, one is a silver coin, the other one's a copper coin. Um, they are minted coins, so they they have value. You get the feeling that that, that metallurgy has value here. Um, but the stamp representation on it doesn't look familiar to you. Can she take And one one silver equals a thousand gold. <laughs> That's the exchange rate. There is an image of an elf on the coin, but it's not the bright one. It's not the bias. Okay. <laughs> like run my finger and test the, how much of uh, the percentage of that pure. Pure copper, pure silver. He's a milf. A mouse elf. Mouse elf? No. A milf. Mel- <laughs> mel- mel- magic mouse. We well, left milf it's behind, remember? He was back He's a milf king. Queen, but it's half bright queen. I mean, half elf, half mouse Oh, Jesus. I haven't even thought about that. I gotta write that down. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I just thought of something fun no, with that. No, you would be good. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Half tabaxi, half mouse folk, because for anybody out there, they're talking about a game we ran, what, four or five years ago? Oh, now? Four years ago? 2020. No, when we started it. We started it in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost 2024. But you ended it like last oh, year. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I ended it last year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like so much longer ago. Yeah. Well, we all started it in 2020. <laughs> Um, you guys traverse the center of the town for a while. You can see market stalls are set up for the evening outside kind of like cafe areas. Eateries are kind of set up in random places. Um, you can smell like all manner of foods being cooked out in the open. Um, and you do eventually come across an inn that kind of takes up a large section of the internal part of the town. Um, it's called Quigley's. Um, and there is a picture of a human profile on the sign and it's called Quigley's Underkeep. Can we get a spelling for that? Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y-S Quigley's 
Q-U-I-G-L-Y-S. Sure. I mean, phonically, if that's going to help you, that's fine. It's quick was down under. I can. All right. It's Quigley's underkeep. Oh, okay, underkeep. Yeah, it's Quigley's underkeep. Right. Is there a sassy little lass there and a guy with a big mustache? That I mean, there's currently a crowd of people out in front of it. It just has that typical busy kind of montage of people out in front. Um, a lot of travelers, merchants, caravan folk. Um, you get the feeling that this might be uh, like a crossroads community at this point that traverse out to the bigger cities and the other towns. Can I uh, kind of put my insights out and try and uh, pick up what the local gossip might be centered around? And currently, your sprites, your spriggans, mm -hmm. are now fireflies. So you can send out your fireflies if you okay. want to. Write that down. Okay. Like out, out of the bristle of the, her collar, you just watch as a couple dozen lightning bugs just flurry out and just kind of drift off on the wind and breeze and out into the, the vastness of the town itself. I think I'm going to slowly take the shadows and hear what I can see that I can hear. Outside or inside? I'm going to go inside. Okay, so everyone's heading in? Okay. The double doors open into kind of a very casual crowd of about 50 to 100 people spread out in a very large common space. There's a huge bar section. You can see people are eating, kitchen doors opening and trays of food coming out. The variety of people here is numerous. It, it's, it's an inclusive environment. Um, most of the folk running Quigley's appear to be dwarfs for the most part. There are some gnome, female gnomes that are kind of catering. Uh, no band is currently set up, no kind of like bardic representation. You can hear people kind of just that steady sound of conversation, eating, drinking. There's not really a dark corner here. It's a very well lit and established kind of place. Uh, your pass is good enough. Um, you can see a couple tables um, near the edge of the structure itself. Um, you guys make your way over there. Uh, you pull out chairs, sit down. Before long, a female dwarf saddles up to the table. How what can I be doing for you? What can I get you? Could we understand? Uh-huh. She's speaking common. Yeah, but like, you know. Um, you don't recognize the dialect. What accent? No, the dialect. It's not Zarhashian. What's your special over there? Oh, buddy. We got turkey, geese. Uh, we got a good barley soup that's on. That just kind of depends on what you're looking for. Is anyone looking at turkey? Is anyone looking at ivory? No, I mean, you can even see a, you can even see like this huge hulking, like half ogre guy kind of sitting at a table. And he's petting like his massive bullfrog and kind of talking to a bugbear across the table. So you get the feeling that it doesn't feel strange to you. Okay. You got this little thing on that says it's a... 
It's a service animal. It's <laughs> 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 my emotional bullfrog. Yeah, when the gobbos pissed me off, I opened his mouth. Oh, are you here for the for the crossroads fair then? Oh, good. Um, perhaps you'd like to try some of our, our pastries and and our pies as well. Uh, Whatever you recommend. Yes. What year is it? What do you mean, what year? Oh, what year is it? Um, we have been traveling for some time. Oh, unfortunate. I well, it's the twelfth festival of the harvest moon. I I believe if you if you follow the calendar, um, strange question to ask. Um, it is uh four eighty two fifty six. Um, Arcanum, of course. Right, we travel a lot. We don't really see much of the calendar or notice the moon going up and down. Well, the, the, the human settlement with the wall. What a, what a... I those dastardly dwindles. Oh. Yeah, they um we don't go there. We don't really treat with them. They're a bit of a how she say. They like their own kind more than others. We prefer not to work with them. Could we visit the city or do you have to be it's all mostly human? I wouldn't recommend you go there. Not good people. Not kindly. But if you had to, you could. I, you could visit the embassy in capital city. Um, if you go and uh, head on over to Esselis, uh, maybe a good five, six miles from here, you could treat with the Dwendal emissary and embassy that's there. Perhaps they might let you in. I don't know. Who runs that place? Oh, the King Lord Dwendal himself. The great lich lord, of course. <laughs> These are strange questions. Do you, do you hail from far, far away? Oh, okay. Um, I hope you brought the coin with you. We have some. Do you oh, take any type? Uh, gold is gold, sure. Okay. Okay. So how from from the time we're at on Taldori, when is it? In the past, or is it the future? They're using a different calendar entirely. Or they using a different calendar entirely. I mean, it feels like it feels like an entire event never happened. Yeah. Right. Because so yeah. they're counting Four, higher numbers. Eight, two, five, six, Arcanum. Yeah. I say. Most recommended ale for all. We just add up the calamity and the post calamity. I'm sorry, dear. What? I don't understand your language. What was that? But he didn't understand her. I'm sorry, I don't I don't know that language. Look at round of really strong ale. Of course, of course. I can bring you some of the great queen's anger, of course. I'll get it. It was the twelfth festival. festival of the harvest moon. Big line of double. Of course, dear, of course. Um I'll just have some trays of food and drink brought out to you. I know you look like a weary caravan group, and you'd probably benefit from it. Who do you speak to about acquiring your book? Oh, no, I can, I can certainly get your accommodations if you need them. All six of you, then. Do you want to share a room or your own? Very well. Um, three rooms, then? Three rooms? How long are you staying? 
Um, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. If you're here for at least three days, uh, the festival is in two days. Well, that being the case, I can sell you a package. Your food and drink are all inclusive. Um, charge you each 10 gold apiece for three days, so 30 gold apiece. That, is, that covers your meals, uh, covers your drink, and covers your stay in your room. None of which technically means she's not going to say anything. <laughs> I just start levitating. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Just a little bit. Sorry, sir? sir. No, no, no magics. Please, please. You should know that. It's not magic. Well, you certainly use magic to levitate. You just can't levitate by sheer will. I'd appreciate you not practicing your magic yet. I'm not practicing magic. Don't just push up your abilities. Don't use your abilities. It just happens sometimes. Well, just be mindful where you are, that they don't what be okay. doing that. And it's for the first time you notice people are like kind of I right. magic is scarce. Like kind of like probably. Oh, man, awesome. Well if our kingdom happened and they all um died or got sent off the rapture. Uh <laughs> I love that. Deep oh, okay. inspiration for that one. I like that. <laughs> Suddenly a thousand oh, wizards. There's only four magic oh. magic in the world and they're all in the castles. Um, so that's right. I don't know how they feel about nature. About ten minutes goes by. Um, four great trays of all sides sorts of food varietals and ale is put on the table and great pitchers and bottles of wine and a couple of bottles of the harder stuff kind of placed on the table as well. Um, she hands you a key, you a key, and you a key. So there's three rooms. Uh, that's uh, uh, I know, you don't need room 32, 33, and 34 on the third floor. Willa actually is like looking at the food and she gets a curiosity she doesn't have much and she goes it was 30 33 you're eating food for the first time it tastes pretty good i assumed you're the one that near each other they don't have pass-through doors we never put those in but uh, if you're traveling as a group i figured yeah you know would prefer it Oh, it's like a tiny tree. 30 times 6 is 180. Thank you, guys. Puts it in a, a tie it off into a small bag and puts it on her belt. Is there anything else I could do for you? <laughs> oh, well, it's, uh, that's a lot of shopping. All the uh, we are the crossroads of the caravans before they make their way to Aserius. Um, They all gather both here and some of the other border towns. Um, they do some trades with the wilds when they arrive. Um, and then usually the day before or the day during the festival, um, there's games and celebrations and um, uh, great 
festivities about the harvest moon beginning. Um, then there's the typical sacrifice. Um, and then after the sacrifice, all the different caravans go out and make their journey to Asadius. And uh, the great market is open for the season yet again. Um, we have many shops, mostly local artisan shops, food shops and other things here as well. Um, that depends on what you're looking for. Is there a particular... Potions. Mm. Shinies. I don't... She just kind of gets this weird look on her face. You know, perhaps I'll get someone else to attend to you. As she walks away from the table. Stop drinking the locals out. Almost taking a minute. He watches his heart shape and turns. What do you mean? So my understanding is Darwin was the earliest that you are looking for a specific shop. Shop, would you be? He's looking for something that was right here on the table the whole time, and I hand him the bottle, the strongest. He leans, this big burly dwarf leans in and goes, What have you, you mentioned? Potions. Ah, it's a black market. Black ah, market. No place. That's what you'd be looking for. Oh, that's perfect. But you didn't hear it from old Grindtooth. Who's that? Exactly. Yeah. You got gold. Yes. You want to know a spot that you can go looking for it? That would be great. Well, which bow have you got? A lot. But, but I'd not be just giving you away secrets for free. So I, I guess you're not that interested. And he like, says this more than obvious bride face. Give me 10. I put 10 gold. Oh, yeah. Just the other day, I was uh, walking the alleyways there. There's a door about uh, four or five blocks from here. Great yellow door uh, behind an old abandoned warehouse. Rap on that door two times. Uh, all you have to do is say the word Equinox. There'll be a gentleman there, a blue skin that will answer the door and allow you in. As long as you know that word. Unfortunately, it doesn't stay long. Sometimes the door moves about. We're uh, new to the area. Um, no. What's the laws here on magic? Oh, don't be practicing no magic, boyo. Keep it under your skin. I like to make a good uh, side hustle on some coin from time to time. But unless you want to end up in the pits, I won't be practicing your magic. Wait till you're so in the other region. Oh, well, it's more than illegal. It's sacrilege to do it, of course. You'd be the sacrifice. What are they sacrifice? Oh, for the beginning of the harvest moon. No. Uh, could be an azimir at this time. They're not very well liked, anyways. There's a belief every time we... I'm not sure where you're from, but there's a bit of a belief that if you want to keep the Lich King happy... Send him a soul. Leave him be. Yeah. Nah, wait, one go with the king, uh, if you believe it. So, I don't. So, is, is the lich thing, is that what... That's... He's the only one that can do magic? Well, that's people that believe that if you conduct magic, then you have cahoots with the lich king. But, unless you're pure dwindle blood, people don't tolerate magic. 
Look, in the outskirts of the wilds, you can do what you will. Hell, even the tortoise cities that wander the great plains, they don't. Halflings are peculiar. They don't really give a shit. Goblins, too. They'll do magic just as soon as fart and drink a beer. But when you're in a big town like this, as, as good as uh, Stowood is as a magistrate, he always feels compelled to follow the law. And, well, a majesty in Essenus eh, doesn't really like to disturb the Dwendal king. Mm-hmm. So is it punishable by death? Or? I don't know. You just get transferred to the dungeon up in Essenus, and they take care of you up there. Magistrates, all a small bit of power here, but the, mostly it's the guilds and merchants that make up the council and make up most of the decisions of the community. The magistrates simply make sure that we're towing the line. Mm. Okay. Back to the yellow door, four to five doors down behind. Find an old abandoned warehouse. Can't miss it. That's why I believe it's supposed to arrive this time. Okay. Let's make sure you have plenty of coin. And be prepared for... He's a strange man, but he's fair. Yes. <clears throat> he sweats a lot. That's no, not on character. I would eat sweat. <laughs> confused by that. He just moist. <laughs> You're not strange in people. Not in character. Not in character. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. You said the door was answered by a blue man, and it's it's uh, <laughs> the coastal cities are that. gone. <laughs> well, is there anything I can get you? No way. That time that was your fault. <laughs> no. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the finder's fee. <laughs> and you watch as the female dwarf comes back. I hope that was helpful for you. It's not that I'm adverse to kinds of people with different needs, but the M word talk on the down low, you never know when her royal highnesses might have years about to deal with Say her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know how like I'm so and so. I'm helping you nope, today. She never said her name. What is this? Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Tavern. <laughs> Tavern run by assholes. How much flair does he have on? Oh, I got a, quite a bit of flair. No, yeah, so all up and down my rainbow suspenders. <laughs> 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 You watch as a hobgoblin wanders by. I'm going to need those T80 reports first thing right. in the morning. need those TPS reports. Get those TPS reports first thing in the morning. I wouldn't call it. He's like wearing a too small suit. His big, like, blubbery hobgoblin skin and a little tiny tie. She has no idea what we're talking about. I don't. Off space. I'm gonna make put a bowl of like snacks down. She's she's eating at the table. Yeah. So. How would break in the room? Um. With me. You guys watch Willa do something you've never seen her do before. 
Not only that, she yawns. She's gonna sleep. Well, she always sleeps. She just sleeps as a tree. No, sleep in this um, one. Feel that at all? Well, we probably don't want to have you sleep in this tree right now because mm-hmm. there's magic. Is the trees legal? You get to sleep in that form in a bed. Might fun. Please don't turn it. Give me a charisma save, please, Willa. Mm-hmm. It pushed me us to take a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, That's not great. Twelve. Twelve. You get really upset, and you immediately start to transform into your tree form. But nothing happens. So you have to take off the collar. You take off the collar, nothing happens. Do I have to rewrite my character sheet again? Nope. Do I still do all my abilities? Mm-hmm. No. So she what, can't turn in tree form. So what about my strength and charisma? What's it's it? all fine. But okay, so the way it was before is like I was. If you turn into a tree right now, for some reason, you're unable to turn into a tree. But see, my it, it swapped my uh, charisma and strength. That's fine. Abilities. When you turn into a tree, okay. So right now you are your dryad form. You're just unable to turn into your tree. So I won't be able to combat. Right now, you're making you're making right now sound like forever, and I'm not sure why you feel that way. I've made no indication that that's the case. I feel like that, that's how Willa feels right now. Like she can't turn into. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's how Willa feels. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Calm down, Willa. We'll figure it out. Take a breath. We need to breathe in this one. We need to go sleep kind of bed. And you feel lungs fill with air. <laughs> Misk starts to come out of her. <laughs> and you're like, she's this close to freaking out. Okay, let's go up to the let's room. Go up to the room. Come on, grabbing extra food. And pretty much all the scraps in the bag. Yeah. So who's all heading up to the room? Jerry, come on. Don't do something stupid. <laughs> you, guys, you guys all look over to, like, you're you starting to, like, grab, train up towards the stairs. Jerry just grab, I'll just grab Jerry by the collar. So you watch as Bella reaches and puts her hand through an illusion, and Jerry's not there. <laughs> all right, let's go. Just got him. Check for the helmet. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Stranded. Your face is doom, 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 doom. Ivar makes his third character. It's <laughs> <laughs> another barbie. Right. No. <laughs> so as you guys head up to your rooms, you make it out front of the tavern. You're standing there in your invisible form. And you're looking up and down the streets. There are guards that wander about, um, but they don't seem to really take their job all that seriously. There's a sense of kind of casual calm and malaise about the community. Just that, you know, that kind of apathy, like they haven't seen war for like forever and they feel just 100% secure in their existence. Like the Lich King's got this down, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, like after listening to that conversation, um, give me an insight check. Six. This place feels like a piece. 
You're not sure how they're doing it. You're not sure if there's a relationship. It feels like they exist and whatever is going on out there, they're being protected from it somehow. But you just don't understand. You just don't get the vibe as to what the arrangement is. They keep mentioning a queen in the, the capital city of Asarius, but you also remember Scarlet not noticing, like there's a female elven figure on the coin that she collected, right. but it's not the Bright Queen. Mm-hmm. You guys know enough about the Bright Queen from your own origin, from where you came from. It was an elven person of female origin, but it definitely didn't look like a kind of monarchal stamp of the Bright Queen. She had a very drow, imposing figure that was very recognizable. This one, not recognizable at all. Do you want to explore the town? Give me investigation to begin to explore the town. Come on, investigation. I'm really good. Daddy needs a good role. Trying to grow as much things as possible. 13. 13? The one thing that you come across that kind of sends a slight chill up your spine because you've been in this situation before, there is a strange kind of like ceremonial platform in the middle of a very well-decorated festive like area. Kind of like, you know, like the really nice part of a Ren Fair where it's all decorated and really cool. Why do, why do I get like a hint of Wicker Man going on? Right? And you, you kind of you just wandering about in your invisible form and you take this opportunity just to and there it is, this this iron cage up on like a wooden platform. And you could see like an altar. And that's when you see the image of uh, of, of King Gwendol is like baked into the altar. And their interpretation of a lich you feel is cultural. Maybe it's more about lich-like powers because his visage is kind of very human, stoic, older, you know, and, and the altar, it's almost like this stone and he's like holding it in his arms, you know, and you see the, the great fingers holding the stone altar and then the visage of the of the, the Dwendal visage looking down on the altar and you get the feeling that's the sacrificial spot. And you could see clearly in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> and like and, coffin shaped or whatever. With well, not coffin shaped, but it, you know, it's a, it's a stone. It's yeah. It's, it's got that Eakin and Mayan kind of right. sacrificial stain residue to it. You know, and you could see there's preparation being so made. And in a, and yeah, has that, Silver, that copper penny smell. And you can see a cage alongside of it with about six guards around it, kind of just being kind of like relaxed and kind of talking to each other. And who's in the cage? You see an Azamar silhouette in the cage. Hmm. Telepathy, 30 feet. The Asmar. Hello. In your brain. Boo? What's going on here? Give me persuasion check. Yeah, that's not <laughs> Uh, 27. 27? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Jane knows how to talk. 
I unfortunately came here by mistake. I was looking for something particular, but found myself in some kind of strange, transformative gateway. And I ended up in their capital city, and I've been brought here for a sacrifice. Hmm. How many guards are there? The six. Does the one look like he's in charge? There's one that looks to be like a sergeant at arms. You know, he's he's going to the different groups and kind of keeping them like, stand up, come on, pay attention. I know it's boring gig, but it's good money. You know, just kind of doing that that conversation to keep them from falling asleep. Um. Uh, I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'll first <laughs> cast friends so I can get advantage okay. on my on my charisma. Who are you casting that on? I'm gonna cast on on the main guard. Okay. Um, it actually just cast it. It doesn't. It, you don't really. You cast. It's just make, self. It just gives me advantage. Correct. Itself. There's six. One sergeant of arms and five guards. Doesn't that knock you out of your invisibility right in front of them? No, I can just go. Uh, no, I'll go somewhere and. Become yeah. uninvisible and okay. walk up and talk to him. Okay. Hello. Um, sorry. Uh, you'll you'll have to stay your distance. I understand. I'm Jerry. As you say that, you watch as the Azamar stands up quickly to kind of hear, and you see them press their face up against the bars. You see that they're wearing kind of like very simple attire, but it, their chest kind of falls open as they, and you you, you hear the voice coming from the from the, the steel bars. Did you say your name was? And you see a tattoo of a golden raven on oh the guy's chest. Oh my god! We cannot get rid of these guys. We can't. After we're gonna finish tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Universe, and we still got you golden raising guy. <laughs> no, obviously we're going. No, we've just learned a lot of important information because obviously he's going through portals mm-hmm. to different multi spheres, and we're going to be able to find out how to do that. Why we're vivisecting him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that? <laughs> and we'll be here tomorrow night uh, for the Shattered Kingdom, as we are. Where did we leave off the Shattered Kingdom? We were we just got on the dinosaurs. That's right. You're on the uh, you're on the, uh, the city drift. That's right. You're about to meet the drifters. This is oh, gonna be fun. And he got to meet his idol before. Oh no! The bag is kind of to my neck. Meg. No, you have a you have a tip of a, dagger, of a dagger going into your ribs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> about to get some serious questions. Yeah. So we will be here tomorrow night, um, seven o'clock ish. We're not too much of stickler for that time frame.
But uh, everyone, please be kind, be safe, and don't forget, play a game. Bye, everybody! Bye! Um, that Jerry will rule out the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably